Alright, boys and girls, let me just pull these guys in real quick. Man one you can make. There was uh What up? We're live. But Bueller. unfortunately, you your videos have frozen real quick. So Oh, lovely. This is great. We might I really hope we don't have to restart these videos right now. Hello? Okay. We'll just Every add this one on to the Everybody turn off your camera and turn it back on. Maybe that'll work. You know you. Alright, that works. Yeah, now you do it. You try it. Who, me? Yeah. Work. It worked. It fucking worked. Look at us. We're savages. That's it. <laughs> hey, yo. Dude, Zion, you've been with. You've been here for 15 months, dude? Yep. Holy shit. I've known you forever. Good lord. Mm -hmm. 15, has it been 15 months? Yeah. Holy crap, man. That's a long time. Yeah. The year and three months. Over a year now. I don't want to know how many days that is. Uh, that's a long time. Long time. Well, that's why you're co-host, because you're a badass. You're an mm. awesome dude. Alright, let's jump on in. Let me turn this music down a little bit. Oh, that's the wrong screen. Off to a great start. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, boys and girls. Welcome to the Lesson Ever Podcast. Uh, it's pretty simple here. Oh, and our guest has also decided to throw in a sub to us. Appreciate that. <laughs> This is our guest, OMG Sharkisha. Um, first and foremost, I'm I gotta ask call you, him Shark. I'm we're definitely gonna, calling yeah. him Shark. I mean, I'm not calling Sharkisha. I know it's from Please that don't. meme, right? It is. It's gotta it is. be. I was. That's the only time I've ever heard of that name. Like, where did, where did that come into play? Like, when did that start? Like, so it's a really stupid story. Okay. But I can. I remember it like the fucking. That's new. I was gonna say like the back of my hand, but I don't even remember that. Um. <laughs> So it was back in Volta Glass D1, dude. Okay. Back on my 360. I fucking uh, before my we were, time. Yeah, we, <laughs> before a lot of people's time. Yeah, these days. Um, honestly, we were just sitting there, and it was back when that meme was like popular, mm -hmm. and we were all just baked out of our minds. And we started joking about it, and I was like, "Hold on, watch this!" And I just like left for orbit, went to my dashboard, paid ten dollars, and changed my name to Shakisha. No. And then joined back in. It was right before Oracle. So I just joined back in, and they're like, "Oh my god!" And it was it just stuck from just there. there. Yeah, I got I shortened it down to Shark from there. I'm trying to get the names on all my socials, but it's right difficult to shit to do that. There's got to be a lot of people who want to be OMG. You got to find all the inactives and be like, "Hey, there's a threshold of like five years," and they do a wipe, and then right. you got to be on top of it to catch it. Right. And that's the problem. They don't announce when they do the the re-release, no. so you just have to like check every day. Yeah. The show. Twitch is the Twitch is already dormant, but they haven't released it yet. Uh. The Instagram is still active, but not being used yeah so. i've been watching the leveled one because i want leveled just leveled but i had to go with leveled af but leveled's been inactive for a long ass time so i'm hoping they'll release that eventually we'll see what happens so i don't know yeah. zion's got a very unique one zion yeet like he likes yeet, yeet. he likes to yeet he's also zion well he it's been yeah i'm yeeting this food yeeting is eating. uh no it's it's been uh on the first podcast, we explained a couple of my different gamer tags I've had. My first one was Silent Night, like the night of the round table tonight. Uh, <laughs> Silent Night 98. And then uh, I don't remember why, but I made it Zion Tricks. And then 
Zion Trickster because I like Tricks Are For Kids and that whole fucking thing for some reason. Tricks Are For Kids. Yeah, and then it went down to just it went down to just Zion, and then I lost some bets with friends and some poor decisions were made. Uh, Your boy Skinny Peen was one at one point. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Skinny Pink. It's your boy, Skinny yeah, Pink. Back I, here with I photoshopped Pink. this really bad, uh, like, it's it's like cursive handwriting of your boy, and then it's a breadstick blurred out underneath it. And it, it was just awful. It's, and yeah, it was, if you see it, it's great, dude. You should post post in the Discord message. I'll show them. I'll guys, see if I yeah, can find it. It's on my it. old hard drive. Dude, we were, we were having a, we did a podcast with Bleach and we were thinking about using that as the background. I'm like, we're not fucking using it. It's your boy Skinny Peen as the background <laughs> yeah, for the, his video. The woke, the woke crash wasn't any better. That was just as burnt. Yeah, that's true. I know, dude. Yeah, that was, well, after that, that's when I started adding in like the, uh, the background, like voice effect. So that way there was something in the the box other than just, you know, like a fucking meme. I was like, all right, we can't just have memes the whole time, you know? Yeah, it's a good podcast. Yeah, I know. I mean, I will make meme videos afterwards of clips, but we're not going to do it live. Oh, man. So you've you've been playing Destiny 2 or Destiny pretty much as long as I have. I just was on the PS4 side of things. I wasn't Xbox 360. I started in the beta D1. Me too, dude. Me too, dude. Nice. I mean, I played even on Dusty Two. I played on PS4 when it first came out, and then jumped to P like to PC after like, dude, 144 frames per second. Destiny Two is just like changes oh, the fucking game. Dude. Changes it. Plus the field of view slider. <laughs> I do. I went. I went to that first fucking mission. Love I was like Discord. What? It's your boy. Yeah, it's your boy skinny breadstick penis. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull this up. Hold on. Hold on. I have an idea. I'm going to pull some magic. You guys ready for this magic? Watch this. I'm going to show. I'm showing everybody. Everybody is being. Everybody's going to be shown now. Everybody's going to be shown. Hold on. Hold on. I got to show. I don't care, dude. It's got to happen. I can't help myself. Watch. Here. It's your boy, Skinny Peen. Let me get that. Let's get a close up. Let's get that close up. There's that close up. I don't remember stick. how I made it look like it had a nutsack attached to I it. Know. I just remember it was there. We were like, I argued with my buddy that made me lose the bet before. I was like, do I have to make it look like an actual dick or do I just got to make it look like it's there? <laughs> it's so stupid, dude. It's so stupid. But hey, man, whatever. I mean, that's the fun part about gaming, dude. Playing, you know, it's the fun time. Like you got your name because of a like a meme and then a fun like. You know, it just stuck, you know, the Zion, the yeet stuck. My that's other, is. Uh, the other meme thing was I was a Titan main, so I mained one-eyed for a long time. Everybody did. In PvP. Here's the OG one-eyed mask. Oh, Jesus. I'm not showing that on screen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not showing that on screen. <laughs> nah. I'm not uh, fucking showing yeah, that. rightfully so. <laughs> oh no! So, uh, so, so, what was your first gamer tag, like ever? Who? Mott me? Yeah. My first gamer tag I had that I can remember because I've been pl- I've been playing games for twenty five fucking years, so it's been a lot of different games. I I remember my first aim named gamer tag. Like it wasn't a gamer tag; it was just like aim back in the day, dude. Uh, that was cool. Cool slider seventy six. That I, was your cool and name? it's S L Y slide. I thought it was cool. I was super cool. I was a kid. Cool slitter. 
Goose leader. No, it was because uh, back in the day, I was a, I was a child on AIM. I was young. And then I'm 31 years old. So it was like, I was like middle school when AIM came out or whatever. Um, but back then it was, um, I used to live in Florida and I used to uh, skimboard. But do you know what that, you know what it is? Mm, I sure yeah. do. Yeah. So it's just skimboard. So I was like, oh yeah, I like to slide. So I was like, I'll be cool slider. I uh, like, the dumbest thing. They gotta put cool in there so they know cool. They gotta know I'm fucking cool, bro. No, but after that, I started gaming. Um, my first one was CRW Death Dealer. Um, it was like this clan I made on Xbox. I played Halo, and that's all I did. So you can look up all my stats. CR, CRW underscore Death Dealer with an A, not ER. You can't do the dealer. It's dealer. So, and then. You're cool. I'm cool. Remember, I was, I I was a teenage anymore. cooler. Okay, I was te teenage cool. All right. Um, then after that, I I cooled. I calmed the fuck down. Um, then it was a uh, oh snap, it's king. That was easy. Oh snap. oh snap, yeah. And then actually, most of my like, even when I play World of Warcraft or something, my stuff is still like it's called oh snap. Um, and then now it's just straight up level day F. Just call it a day. This is this is probably be it for the rest of time unless I get. An exorbitant amount of money, and someone's like, "Hey, change your name, asshole!" But like, or a large amount of channel points for <laughs> AOC. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. You want to tell the story? Tell him what's going on. So, oh my god, he's been excited for this MMO coming out called Ashes of Creation for a long ass time. And uh, when we were playing Hyperscape for while, quite a while, I was harassing him because I'm nine years younger than he is, so I can give him shit as far uh -huh. as being a boomer AF. Yep. So <laughs> that's my nickname. We were playing a game, oh, pretty much just to me though, but we were playing a game of Hyperscape and I was like, hey man, we were talking about Ashes of Creation. He's like, I hope they don't mess it up. The devs are going the wrong way. Like it, it looks shady as fuck. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, if like we were talking about doing a channel points thing and he has a hundred K channel points thing where like you get the hundred K badass and he puts you up on his like website. Our website, yeah. For, for depositing the 100k points me and yin are the only ones there at the moment mm -hmm. and then but uh, above that yeah 150k is um he has to change his name on aoc his tag is gonna have to be boomer af which is gonna <laughs> fucking suck so that means i would because i i have a way i can change i can like reserve a name and the game doesn't come out for probably another year and a half which means i would have to change time. my tag my character name everything to boomer af even if i make a clan it's boomer the fuck af everything so they <laughs> meanwhile i'm i'm it's sitting at fifty-five thousand channel points at the i moment. know the game doesn't come out for another year and a half i'm like no no it was supposed to come out earlier dude i'm like no what is happening right now so great i'm gonna be yeah, boomer af smug look on your face zion he's so smug dude yes, sir. yeah you know the worst part too and don't tell anybody but my sister is sitting at 150k points right now oh no i know yeah so that's just not good it's not it's not good all around dude but all right first and foremost so I want to start this I want to start this conversation off real weird. We're start off real fucking weird, okay? You've played Destiny, I've played Destiny, Zion's played Destiny. We all play Destiny, but let's talk real talk real quick. Let's just say we live in the Destiny universe right now. We live in the Destiny universe. The Traveler shows the fuck up today. Are you going to be a guardian? Would you? Do you think you're going to be a guardian? Would you make it? Zion's shaking his head. Why you say that? No. Why? I don't 
You die, just straight well, up. I couldn't, I couldn't be a guardian. I'm alive right now. Yeah, well, yeah, don't guardians have to die first, right? And then they come yeah. back. Well, yeah, sort of. They, they're they more like a, re not a reincarnation, but it's, it's like uh, a husk. Yeah, yeah. Your, your body gets repurposed for a light bearer to go in there. You're, wait, wait, when you come back to life, you're completely different. Like, you have no, no memory of your past, no way to remember your past. Unless, unless somebody crow. tells you. Yeah. yeah. Like with the crow thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, he Aldrin. Doesn't know Aldrin. Yeah, he doesn't know why everybody hates him. Oh, well, that's... There's like, there's like lore pages of him getting hit, the fucking break speed off him and shit. I believe and it, he's dude. Just like, he's like, I don't know why this is happening. Right. I mean, he kind of just fucked over a ton of people, you know, to be fair. Even if it was mind controlled, it was still being a piece of shit. Like, and he killed one of the most beloved characters of all time. So, yeah, that's weird, dude. Like, I think if, if the Traveler came today, first and foremost, if the Fallen showed up, like, on Earth... We'd be fucked. I think we'd be fucked. Like, not really. I don't know because we don't have as good a technology for them to repurpose. Well, they're not bulletproof. You're right about that. Okay, what'd you say, Zion? We don't have as good of technology for them to repurpose. Oh, so you don't think they would scavenge us, anyways? Yeah. Hmm. But but if the traveler came here, though, they would have a reason to show up. They would. So yeah, if we're living in the universe and the traveler does show up here, like it's let's say it fucking lands in like the middle of the Pacific or something weird, like because be you know amazing. how you know how it goes in every movie. It's like people lose their shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. But imagine if like, what if your grandpa died and came back as a guardian? Like the fuck, grandpa? Why are you like? Kevin has an awoken or something. Think about that. Yo, think about it. Like. I, that's wild dude your grandpa might come back like like as a guardian like young and blue we got and, all these people back that just died from covid yeah like they came back as guardians like how crazy would that With be superpowers I yeah mean, but, that, die COVID. Right, but they would die they'd come back but there'd be no enemies so they, would they just be like superheroes mm. what would happen well, I, feel, I, I, I feel like the traveler only shows up when there's about to be enemies wasn't the traveler running from the darkness and then came over here? Yeah, yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Like it was. Oh, you're right. It follows that it's always kind of coming sooner or later. So it already knew that there was darkness, but then there was enemies that followed. So like the fallen followed the traveler, right? They just followed it wherever the traveler's going. Because they're mad that the the traveler used to be theirs. Yeah. Right? Well, well, used to help them, like how it helps us. So like when it just up and left, they were like, "Yo, yo, what the fuck? We're coming. Where are you going? Yeah, what the fuck, bro." That's such a shitty thing. Like, just imagine, like, hey, you want some powers? Here's the powers, bro. Peace them out. <laughs> Fuck yeah. off. Like, that he, didn't give, he didn't even give the fallen powers. Get some discount dynamos going. But he left. What was the lore behind that? Uh, what? When he left? Yeah, the fallen. Oh, Did I he know like that? The traveler helped them with like technology and mm. stuff. But I don't think they actually have. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's no light bearers. I wouldn't quote on it, but I don't think there's any fallen light bearers. Maybe. Like the first powers that they saw them have is darkness or stasis. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Wait, 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 wait. Hanix has stasis powers? The fallen do, yeah. And like, the first story bits, they gave him. Yeah, powers. uh, uh Arachnus. Arachnus. Oh, that's the guy from Deepstone Crypt. From the storyline, oh. no the the main antagonist from the 
Beyond Light uh, campaign missions. Okay. Okay. The one who's like giving all of her like starting to give all the fallen um, stasis powers. Oh, see, I haven't played, dude. I'm really happy you're on today because I want to learn more about what's going on Destiny Two, but I don't want to play Destiny Two. So I'm glad you're I, here. I don't want to play Destiny Two either, man. <laughs> Why? Hey, I actually just saw today a buddy of mine, Mr. Clutch. Shout out to Mr. Clutch. Hey, I love Clutch. Yeah, we love Clutch too, man. I've been following him for years, man. I love Clutch. I started playing with him when he was Optic Pones. Oh, yeah, that's back in the day, dude. Um, yeah, man, but I saw Mr. Clutch. We've been tight forever, but he just said he stopped today. He, tw he tweeted today, like, I'm done with Destiny. 100%. There's a lot Hope of people back. that are... I, always I, that. He always, always says that. I know, Clutch, if you're in chat... Dude, I, I joined the club. Welcome, welcome. There's always something that drags him back. He's just good at PvP there. He's really good. So it's really hard to like stop He's when you're good. He's good at PvP in general in any yes, game. Yes, he, he is. He is freaking cracked. That boy's on Unless some... he plays me and he sucks. Boy, can't defend Whoa. yourself. Clutch, uh, shout he out. To, he needs to focus on off-world and himself for a while, though. I think so, too. I saw I that agree. post. And I don't want to pull up his stuff. Yeah, for anybody who's interested or listening at home, I advise you to go see Mr. Clutch on his Twitter or his Instagram. Um, he also runs a sh um, off-world GG. This is his team that he's running right now. Or his brand? It's his team. Team brand. Both. 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 Organization. Yeah. That's the word there I was looking go. for. Um, but anyways, yeah, he's... Me and Zion jumped off of Destiny 2, and you're thinking, so you're done. You're not done with Destiny 2, obviously, but you're you're feeling those kind no, of effects too. I'm gonna complain the whole time. I don't know. I just it's I, never been. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm just chasing a high that I can't get from like when Destiny was good and like new mm. and fun. That's but, a good point. I mean, point. I still I still enjoy it. It's just there's so much. I don't have enough time to enjoy the stuff that I used to enjoy doing, like all the end game activities and stuff. So I just don't have time to fucking sit there, run through story missions, grind my power level up, do it day in and day out just to do it. Like I'm like, it was a little easier to, to like level up when I had, you know, fucking 10 hours a day to play. Right. Then you could have alts and everything, no problem at that point. Yeah. yeah. I remember when Destiny 1 came out, when Vault of Glass originally came out, like, I remember staying up to like two o'clock in the morning to finish it, no problem. But I wouldn't do that now. Like, not staying I up to. I remember sherping in uh, Shadowkeep and the one before Shadowkeep because I got Shadow within like two weeks of that expansion coming out. Dang. And or not two weeks, obviously, because the Menagerie uh, flawless took fucking forever. But it, I got it within the first month. And did I still have one? So a seal. I don't have one either. Yeah. But dude, like the amount of time, I think that's one of the things that sucked. Like I usually played the game for mostly PVP, like especially towards the end. Like I didn't really raid a lot. I didn't even do Nightfalls that much. I just kind of like played what I wanted to play, which is basically PVP. And it got really annoying when they had this weird thing at the big, like this thing I really liked at the beginning of Destiny 2. I think it was the most balanced Destiny PVP has ever been because it was static roll weapons. So it was... You had a certain amount of abilities, you had a certain amount of guns, you had your meta guns you had to get, and once you got those, you were set, you could just play PvP, and pretty much everybody in the Crucible had the same weapons, and had the same abilities, so it was like counterplays, versus, oh, you have an OP gun, it's like, oh, we have to push heavy 
because they have the same loaded as us so we have to play that right or fucked you know what i'm saying like it was kind of more counterplay yeah it's tough though for me though because i did like the static rolls i liked that kind of like aspect but i hated not being able to use like yeah being limited and being limited in options yeah yeah that too it's like yeah and it boiled down to everybody running mita and uriel's gift it's like yeah that's true because you can't run it unless it's a power weapon. So like I, you have an air until in your power slot, it's great. And then it just turns into, all right, well, let's see who can auto rifle people enough or miter them off a of heavy. It's like, yeah, yeah, it was it, fun. But I do like that aspect where it's like, you know, I'm playing this and you need this to counter me type thing. Yeah. And there's, I've been seeing a lot online. Like I saw from like Frostbolt. I've seen from a guy I follow called J-Man. Um, J-Man X also is a great PVP as well. And, Everybody says the same thing right now. Like Stasis has like thrown a wrench in all of it, which is weird. Like I don't understand. Like what's happened now with Stasis? Because now you have all these different powers, all these different metal weapons. Like, here goes is- here. You're stuck in one spot for five seconds, and as soon as you come out of that ice, you're dead. Yeah, like- but it's not five seconds anymore. It used to be when it came out. Jesus. So when you get so when you get frozen, you have to press uh, a key, and it starts a timer to break you out of the ice. Mm-hmm which you'll take damage for too, just for breaking out of it. Not a lot, but like you take like a little bit. So if you're already almost dead and you break out, you're going to kill yourself. Oh God. Um, it used to be that once you press the key and started the timer, it was like seconds. Now it's like one and a half seconds and it still feels like a fucking lifetime. Yeah. I can believe it, dude. I feel like it'd be way better if you just got frozen for like a second. You know what I mean? It, was like, it just stops your momentum. That's That makes or more like, sense. Or like, I don't know if you got frozen and didn't have to press a button to start breaking out. Yeah. It should just freeze you and then start the timer for how like long. Like melt or something. Exactly. Yeah. Like that. And then, because you can still pop a super and break immediately out. Right. But you have to burn your super to get out. And right. then you don't die afterwards. Yeah. And that forces weird plays in the Crucible because what if you're playing Trials and your last man standing great pop your super get those kills awesome but what if it's like one you know what if it's two versus two you get stuck in two people get stuck in stasis somebody's got to burn a super to try and counter or you guys are both gonna die and you're losing around which is stupid because now you're wasting your super just to escape something that sounds dumb see but it's not like completely op there's a lot of things that are like really in my opinion ridiculous like what what so, well, first of all, first and foremost, the I think that the hunters, like uh, aspect or fragment, whichever one the you get a, the fragments, yeah, it's, it gets a fragment that you can do called shatter drive or mm-hmm. something like that, where you basically when you're airborne, you slam your knife down and cause like an explosion, and if somebody's frozen in ice or there's ice around them, it blows that up and does a bunch of damage and kills them. So like you yeah. have hunters jump double jumping and then immediately looking down and throwing their grenade and doing this. So they're flying towards the ground with it as the grenade is, and it's literally just like. Oh, uh, I've seen those videos. I've seen those clips of people like that's like when they throw a grenade and then they stab. Yeah. Is that a super? Yeah, but you can like follow down. No, that's just your. They can do that all the time. What? How is anytime that? Anytime that grenade's up, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime the grenade's up, but you could do it to other people's ice. So if like the enemy throws an, a glacier with a grenade. <laughs> You can jump up and use their ice against them. It doesn't do as much damage because it's theirs, but it still does damage. That's still damage, dude. That's ridiculous. And on top of that, when you break the ice, you start getting your ability regen. 
like a boosted ability regens. That seems broken. Uh -huh. Why is that allowed uh -huh. right now? And now the Titans, they get a fragment that lets them slide like a crazy distance and speed. Mm. And if they slide through ice, it explodes the same way that the Shatter Drive works mm -hmm. and does the same thing with the ability regen. Personally, I think that those two should have been switched. I feel like the Titans should have got the slam. Yeah, that makes sense. the Hunters should have got the improved slide. Yeah, that's a great call. Yeah, but they just they probably didn't want repetition with Thunder Crash. Maybe. But but see that's the thing though. You'd have a class where now you have a shoulder charge and a thunder crash. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And then you can run that hunter slide with stompies and have like a two X enhanced slide. Dude, that'd be great. You just like hunt, just hunter go burr. Yeah, you'd be exactly, zooming, dude. dude. Imagine the cool plays you could see with that too, where it's like like a like a slide snipe. You're just like pushing a corner, you just slide Dude, right through and it would uh, make it would make uh perks like that require you to crouch to like activate them so much better. Because yeah. sliding counts as a crouch. So oh. if you're sliding for if you're sliding for three seconds, then you have three seconds to proc the perk. Oh yeah, that'd be badass. Like your reload speed. Your aim down so they have one that's aimed down sights, right? Where if you slide, you have no, it's not right. I don't remember. There's a uh, slide shot and slideways. Slide shot. Slide shot is a good one. You slide over ammo and it like reloads you. Yeah. Or no, you just sliding reloads you like yep. passively, and then you also get a range buff after yeah. you like slide. Yeah, but that'd be crazy. I think that's smart. What about the warlock? Was the, they have that little staff thing they do? Right. Yeah, they shoot out fucking. They just go yeah and shoot out these three uh, like frost balls oh. that instantly freeze you that's okay man i mean it's space it's magic instant freeze yeah and then they can just run up and smack you and you explode and die so oh well that's fun so uh i think they're a fragment i'm not sure if it's a fragment or just part of their super or like whatever or their uh aspects or something mm -hmm. but if they get a kill with their abilities whether it be a grenade or a uh, melee or whatever though like if the melee actually kills you mm -hmm. if you die from it it sends out like a chill snap that runs across the ground and seeks out another target to freeze so you could just theoretically chain the whole team oh damn as long as they're, yeah if so they're close like, enough and nobody's in the air enough. yeah those used to be crazy too that's why the warlock one of the reasons why the warlocks got nerfed because it would track it used to track like four or five times as fast as it goes now it still goes pretty fast oh. but it used to be like Boom, and it would have crazy range. So, like when it, the game, when Beyond Light first came out, people had it. It was just like a little slower and easier to like predict and dodge a little bit. Yeah, that's good. That's, that one just like freezes you as soon as it touches you. Yeah. So, I mean, because I've seen some, obviously, seen some of your videos. I've seen some stuff you post on your Instagram. So, shout out, uh, just in case anybody who's listening, a little shout out here for everybody. Um, if you're on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you're at. Um, Instagram.com forward slash OMG Sharkisha. And that's S H A R Q U I S H A. Just exactly how it sounds. Sharkisha, but not an actual shark. So just want to make sure everybody got that. You'd be surprised. You say it's easy to pronounce. I can't tell you how many. Sharkwisha? Yeah, Sharkwisha. Shark I get Sharkwisha a lot. Yeah. So what? So uh, before we jump more into Destiny real quick, I want to backtrack real quick. When did you start making video content? When did you start like streaming? Because you've been gaming for a while. Like how long? Let's start with how long you've been gaming first. 
Oh, man, I started playing online games in like 2007 mm-hmm. with like Halo 3. 360. Before that, yeah, 360. Mm-hmm. But uh, before that, I mean, I had like a bunch of consoles since like as long back, far back as I can remember. Like I had the Atari, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. I had my Lame Cube. Loved that thing. Yep. Fucking all of them. I had almost every system until they started like coming out with a PS5 or a PS1, 2, 3, 4. Like I didn't, I was like, why am I going to buy a new one? Screw that. I'll just get an Xbox and have it forever. And then yeah. I buy a 360 and I'm like, fuck. They got me. <laughs> they got me. They still got they, me. They still got me. I was bad. Well, I like, I'm going to keep buying Xbox because they make the good controller designed for me playing Halo better. So I'm like, all right. And that was like the only reason I went with Xbox. <laughs> It really was. It, it really was because I started playing it. That's actually how I met my best friend, believe it or not. Okay. And we were we were like friends of a friend in high school, like my sophomore year. And we were just walking home and it turns out we were like walking home right next to each other like because we lived in the same direction. Mm-hmm. And we just got, like, got to talking and he was like, this was like in September, like Halo or uh, I guess October or like the end of September, but like, right around when Halo 3 launched. Mm-hmm. So he was like, yo, I just got like Halo 3. I was like, yeah, I started freaking out. I was like, yeah, I got it too. I swear to God for like four months, every single day after school, I went over to this dude's house and we just played online. Yeah, I did. It was crazy. He used to not, I was like, can I play ranked? And he was like, no, because like I sucked. I sucked. I had that same like close mind of view that everybody has when they play a game offline and they think they're the pot shit. And then they play one game online and they're like, what happened in their entire life? Yeah. Like, I thought I was good. It's There's like levels to this shit. That's like yeah. the Ian going to his first actual event. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, you realize that people are very, very good. Dude. You just thought you were good because everybody sucked around you. Yeah. Or you could beat the computer on easy mode. Like, yeah. The opposite feeling is so this is a quick story about Halo 3. Um, so I used to play that religiously. Like, I have on my the CRW Death Dealer account, I have like 12,000 social games, 8,000 ranked games. Like I played a lot, a lot. I played a lot of custom matches. You did a lot of custom. Yeah, there's some good custom like maps. MLG customs, yeah. the MLG customs, we do scrims and stuff. Yeah. What, uh, what does your clan stand for that huh? you're in? in Halo? Your clan tag? CRW? No, it was supposed CRW. to be crew, just a, an abbreviation of crew. That's all it was. So we were, I was literally called crew death dealer because I would go up like I got a little four stacks and shit on them. Like, I was in h2o i remember those remember the it's clan yeah remember it's pms pms those assholes those are 50s Pandora's days those guys ran mlg mlg uh, get out of here with that i crap. actually i used to run scrims with a guy who fucking got um and out on the mlg top 10 plays oh from one of our custom matches literally like i, I like joined the match and, damn oh, man, i'm going off i'm going off i'm like thank god because i watched it i was like oh i just played with all those people i like, missed those clips those top 10 clips were yeah. awesome dude. Yeah, dude it was him doing something one of those uh like technical jumps on guardian yeah like from El- from um i think he dropped down he either went from elbow to bottom mid or he went from S3 to S2. That makes sense. He probably, or he probably did probably sn- that snipe jump, that really hard snipe jump. If you do the bounce, that one's tough as shit. We, you, you drop down, oh. pull snipe, and then you jump back up. 
That one's mm-hmm. fucking tough. And if you can pull that off, then you have a chance to get to tower easy. That one's rough. I love all the jumps on that map too, man. I used to love uh, bottom gold, top gold. Mm-hmm. Or uh, one of my favorites was going bottom glass, and then you jump up and catch your head on the man cannon from green elbow. Yeah, it just launches you off the top mid. Yeah, yeah, that's those games are fun, man. But I so game was back to the story. So so I actually played. I played a ton and I played at my house. Um, and it was like me, my friends, and my sister, believe it or not. So um, we played a lot and we were really, I, I was really good. And my sister, just from playing with me and the people we were playing with, she got really good. Like she was never top of the leaderboard with me, but this is a really funny story. So my sister used to like travel and hang out with a lot of bands. Like she was in the band scene, like music. Um, so she was following this, uh, this band that was opening up for asking Alexandria, they came to where I like in Richmond, they came to where I lived and they went to like, they went to go hang out on the tour bus and they had halo and they were like, Hey, you know, you're a girl. Like you can't fucking play halo. She's like, Oh, trust me. I play halo. Trust me. You gotta watch me play halo. She fucking four on one them and shit on their souls because exactly like you said, these guys are playing campaign mode 4v4 like they're hanging out on a tour bus thinking that they're hot shit they get into a custom match and she fucking shreds them like like shred like her gamer tag on halo is chick that kills nerds and (laughs) dude she like i saw this she took a like old school camera like took a picture and she sent it to me and she was like not only she murder them it was like 25 the next highest up is three like she fucking shit on them in a free-for-all and then on top of that they did a four uh, a four on three on one custom against her and then they tried doing that again she murdered them i think she died like four times <laughs> i was like god like what are you doing to these poor and then um another story so a buddy of mine um he was working with this guy who again he thought he was the shit right he was like he's like yeah what well, he's like my buddy was like hey come play with my my friend over here just just come play a 1v1 see what happens and like the skill disparity i think that guy figured out like oh shit like there's levels to this shit because the skill disparity <laughs> like i was doing fun stuff i was taking pistols three tapping and then no scoping with a, like a sniper rifle just because i could like just you know like i would do like I would do like dodges and stuff. It was hilarious. Like a bunch of stuff. <laughs> we can wave. Hi, we can say hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Bye. Hi. Bye. Um, it was hilarious because he was like talking all this mad shit. Like, no, I'm the best at Halo. I can die. Fuck. I shred. I go in there to lobbies and I win. I like top of the board. No problem. I 1v1 him and I'm like, it was literally 25 to zero. Like he didn't have a, ch- oh, he didn't have a chance. Tough. He didn't know the spawns. He didn't know the jumps. He didn't know the map. He didn't know anything. And I'm like, bro, I know where you're going to be before you know where you're going to be. I know the spawns before you know where the spawns are going to be. I know the spawn rates. You don't even know what's in your gun. Like, you don't even know what the bullets in your clip, bro. You can't even four shot. Like, what are you doing with a BR? So, these guys didn't get it, man. He just didn't. I got me beat. I did the COD route. I did 360. Modern Warfare was my first online experience. And I didn't even have online at my house. I had to go to my friend's house and take my disc with me Ooh, because yeah. my parents wouldn't let me do online stuff. So I I went to my buddy's house and I got railed online for first like two, three months of playing. And then I remember uh, the December of the year that 
Modern Warfare came out was the first time I dropped a nuke. And it was it was crazy. I was like, I would have been 10 or 11 years old. A 10 or 11? I've never dropped a nuke and like ever. Get good, bro. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like, there's levels I, to this shit. Yeah, part of the part of the reason why I just I fell in love with COD is just because I spent so much time in the like campaign modes and the spec ops on Modern Warfare's and uh, moving into like the Black Ops games and their stories and just following it with the numbers, Mason. But all that the stuff. Uh, yeah, but uh, the online side of COD's always just been there for me as like a staple of stuff I could do. The funny thing about that that first nuke is I was one of those like my buddy had the one ear xbox piece uh -huh. on the i think it was on the left side actually and it was like the one-sided thing that just sat here and you had the mic and you had to have it like right here otherwise you, it, you wouldn't even hear anything and it was aids because we'd be playing with that on the tv so they'd hear all the game stuff of oh, my God. game into the team so everybody had me muted and i'm screaming at everybody like fuck yeah yeah, yeah. it's a 10 year old just, yeah <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't say fuck or nothing but I was trash talking. You might, oh, you might get me, all that stuff. And uh, my buddy's parents walked in and were like, "Hey, you guys need to get off. It's like close to midnight." And I was like, "Please give me like five minutes. I'm gonna get this nuke. It's gonna be awesome." Blah 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 blah. I get it. I go screaming out of their house, <laughs> out their front door, and ran home <laughs> to my house. What? Didn't even take a picture of it. Didn't do nothing. Like I just, yeah, it was epic. Dude, imagine winning a game so hard that you run out of your house. <laughs> I figured I was like so scared of his parents being just mad at me for right. screaming at like midnight. I was like, I got to go. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the games. I'm out. Oh, man. Left my disc there and everything. So, did you, <laughs> so Shark, did you ever play like any tournaments or anything like that? Or did you just stay mostly as multiplayer, more like a hobby type thing? More as like a hobby. I never really actually got into like any professional tournaments. I did like a couple in school, but mm -hmm. like they weren't for, there's no prizes. Right. We had like a video game club that I was in for a little bit. Nice. So we, we video like games have been like a big part of your life for like a long time then, right? As long as I can remember. Yeah. Well, when did you start jumping into like content creation? Like when did you start? I mean, your Instagram page is fucking popping, dude. You got some great clips and really cool content on there. I'm trying, man. Trying to post. It's hard. Sometimes I run out of shit too. Cause I'm just like, I ah. feel you. Feel you on but, that. But when that has happened a long time. Let's see. Let me think. Yeah. Um, dude, it has to be. I got into content creation same time I started streaming, which is, I think, like four, five years ago. Dang. You've been shooting for a I long. Mean, wow, that's awesome, dude. I've been doing it off and on though. There's been times where yeah. I've taken. And then, like, so I'm like, I'm never streaming again. And then I'm like, all right, my life just sucked at that time. So it wasn't the streaming that was killing me. So I'm back. Dude, but I'm, trying, back I'm trying to be, yeah, I'm trying to be more consistent with it. It's like, I don't know. I, there were, there was a point where I was just like, from once, because I started, I was streaming a little bit, like a few months before the affiliate program started. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I, was, I, got, I got my affiliate on the second wave of uh, like affiliates being a thing. And like I started having a nice like steady climb and viewers, subscriptions, everything like that. Mm -hmm. And then like I just up and stopped streaming for was, a while. Was there a reason? I had to start back up from zero. My life was just really 
in a bad place mm. and i just like figured i needed to focus on myself more and yeah. i'm just not streaming and not focusing on myself more so it's just like i was miserable yeah i had this um i just posted about this yes like it was two days ago and zion can you comment this is the same thing i commented on on, on twitter it's kind of one thing me and dizzy were talking about a little bit last week it's it's this weird thing with streamers where and content creators let's just say content creators in general you know you make a video or you make a post or you do a stream and it doesn't necessarily like you put your heart and soul into something and then it like doesn't go anywhere like you don't get enough you don't get like the views you don't get like like you can pour your heart into a video and then you get like three views you're like well what the fuck am i i just spent 10 hours on this thing like what the hell am i doing and then sometimes you'll make a video that you didn't give two shits about and all of a sudden you make it'll blow up it blows up exactly you're like what the hell is this like doc knight's tiktok that got like four million views exactly yeah dude it's crazy so it's like it's one of those weird things as a content creator where you don't necessarily know what's going to take off and you'd also like i got into my own head the other night like you know because i was doing this community night with this anime stuff and it just wasn't working like something wasn't clicking we and need to just do it in discord because you I have agree. a more options and yeah. b you don't have the prime video lock like, yeah on stream stupid. you can do it but you can only have prime video like yeah. you have to do the prime watch party but it wasn't so just if the... you do it in discord i can do it with my account or i can do it with whoever has netflix hulu yeah, it's true. Verve, Crunchyroll, Funimation, like any of them. We can just go pull from anybody and everybody hop in a call. The one person streams it and go. Yeah, that's a much better idea. But, you know, it was so after that, I only had a couple of viewers. I was like, damn, dude, like I'm trying to do this community thing and I fucking suck at it. And it was like this, like de this weird depressive thought, like, dude, maybe I'm not good at this. Like, maybe I don't like doing this. It's like this in weird, there, you get this like depressive state, like as a content creator once in a while. And for me, I've learned how to like overcome it. But it still was like, why can't, why is it here right now? This is stupid. You know what I mean? Like, why am I thinking this way? Like, I like gaming. I like streaming. Just sometimes it's better. I have to remind myself like, hey, it's okay just to do it. You know, like you don't have yeah. to, you know, it's like you have to do it for yourself first. And it was like a fleeting thought, but it was weird to have that thought randomly. Like, is that, don't, have you don't had that? Don't focus on the, no yeah, it, it's so hard not to hyper too. Cause a lot of people equate wanting to have like a career in content creation or something yeah to the numbers which i mean they don't the really the only thing that numbers are going to get you is like a sponsorship or something but like even then it's like if you're not having fun at that point it's going to turn into a job and if you right if you don't want it to be a job you're not going to have fun right and yeah if you're it needs to be a hobby before it needs to be a job i agree exactly so if you're if you're going into it with the mindset that if you're not having a high viewership or a lot of interaction with any content on any platform that like if you go into that with that mindset that like if it's going low then you're doing bad then you're never gonna make it because if you focus on the numbers then now you're not gonna have as genuine of a time yeah you're i call it number hungry so, you're number hungry there you go that's a good mm -hmm. way to put it yeah that's that's and they i mean I think when I was talking to Dizzy last week about this, and you probably agree, like when you first start, there's always that driving force of like, oh, well, maybe I can do this for money. Maybe I can do this like as a hobby that makes money, or maybe I can do this full time. Like, you always, there's always that like, hey, Ninja's doing it, Tim the Tapman's doing it, I can do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, that's what gets you in the door. 
But like what makes you stay is finding your own groove. I feel like a lot of streamers after like six months don't find that groove or don't like make the foundational understanding. If that makes sense, like they don't get that foundation created under their feet. So it's, you know, after six months, they're still streaming to like two or three people. They're like, well, I'm not doing, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. But they're not, you know, it's kind of like, I'm done with yeah, this. But those, you know? but those two or three people are taking time out of their day to exactly. watch you. And that's huge. Especially if you have regulars, man. I fucking have one guy that's been coming into my stream for years now. And he still comes in. He'll gift out subs. Like, I don't... He could he could not give me a cent, not even talk in chat. Yeah. For all I care. And uh, it'll be the same as doing all that. Like, I do appreciate it. It is nice. Very nice. But... Just having the, the the thought in my head that somebody wakes up, just goes, looks at their phone, it's like, oh shit, he's streaming and wants to hop in and just hang out. Yeah. That's fucking cool, man. You it's know what I mean? Huge. There's so many other bigger streamers. He could just fucking open up Doc's stream. He could open up Ninja's stream. Yeah. Well, they could just not, go to not, anybody. not Doc's stream, but. Yeah, yeah not, not, not anymore. <laughs> they could watch Doc's highlights. Exactly. No, but you're right, dude. Like, you know, I. That's always my base when I come back to it. Like, you know, Zion is my co-host on this podcast, but I've also like made really good friends on Twitch. Yeah, just through Twitch and through just gaming in general. Like I have better friends here than I do sometimes in real life. It is, you know. He and I have been battle buddies through, I don't want to know how many games yeah. that we've, we've dive in and hey, let's try this game out two months later. Yeah, not the thing anymore. Not it. Yeah, not it, Chief. Tried out betas. We've tried out alphas we've tried yeah. out games that have been out for years we've played every kind of like battle royale that we could get our feet into because i'm big on fps and he wants to be good on fps but he gets in his own head me? all the time what? and didn't yeah I, you get in your own head all the time didn't That's i get a 3.5 4k an apex like last week yeah on a mode that doesn't twice? track it so you don't have evidence. twice i do have evidence. i have pictures i'll put them on the screen right fucking now yeah, you got pictures of a game mode that doesn't give you badges that mode's essentially for you never said what the mode was the pictures don't say that it's fine you are better than me at that game when you practice you do realize i know i'm pretty good at that game the thing is like that's a whole other story dude that's that's a whole but continue what you were saying yeah well this thing like i i the one thing i wish i could do the one thing i wish i could do is make more friends on twitch like I would love yeah. like Dizzy said something last week that really like I've been like it's like been stuck in my head for a week now, man, because he's been streaming for like two and a half years, but he's got a pretty big audience that are really invested. And I'm like, how did you do that? Like that that to me is really important. Um and it's making more f like actual friends. Like, you know, I can name off the top of my head, you know, Zion, you invoke, I spanky um lilo and ace like all these people like that are like true friends like i can reach out to them they can reach out to me i just wish twitch would help you be at top like higher up on the list so that you can have the opportunity to make more friends you know what i'm saying like i feel like you can you're like down in the mud for so long you're putting your two cents you know you're putting your 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 time in basically to get that foundation but once you know it's just i wish there was a way that twitch would do something about that i think Harris Heller's their talked UI, about that. Their yeah. UI for discovering small streamers is so bad. When he and I were streaming Hyperscape, you had to scroll 10 minutes to find our streams in the roster for that game. Yeah. And the person I with like the most streams had like 300 viewers. Yeah. We had like six. Yeah. Damn. 
See, I like the way that uh, <laughs> I liked the way that Mixer had their fucking hype zone. Uh, what was that? How did that work? So depending on what game you play, but a big one is PUBG. Once you get to like this, a certain amount of squads left, it picks somebody randomly who's streaming and then highlights them on the main channel. Yeah, and there's a a specific channel called Hype Zone or Hype Train or something like that. And you go in there, you sit and chat, and then it just the, the, the channel that it's playing changes. Oh, that's so, cool. Like, everybody who's in there goes there. So you could be playing and then you're like, oh shit, I just got hype zoned. And 500 people in your stream. Holy shit. But, there, but, but as soon as you die or win the game, it changes. It changes off. Okay. So it's, it's that's whatever cool, kind though. of relationships you can build in that five minutes or less. Yeah, which is like, you know, kind of like a lot of pressure. But at the same time, anything like that's cool because you could have a guy who's got one or two, you know, viewers usually and then boom you you just got opened up at, to interactions with a hundred times that yeah yeah you just went from zero to shitting your pants yeah, yeah. but those those <laughs> the fun those hype moments are what makes twitch and all these channels fun like i love going to hang out in some streams especially but the hype moments are like really what i love like a lot like you stay in streams for those hype moments and that's why the games that are at the top with the most viewers are the games that have the most hype moments you know what i'm saying like the most like clutch things that you can do i mean there's there's always small communities for everything obviously but like you know world of warcraft people are trying to clear bosses and it's crazy you know destiny 2 is usually at the top apex because there's always like you know there's there's, there's always there's, tournaments or scrims going exactly so there's always something to like get like people engaged you know what i mean i think dude, go ahead dude surprisingly i pull more viewers when i stream like no sky as oh. opposed to like any fps and that's just a space exploration game where i'm just the going two around, the two top games being streamed right now, because Just Chatting has almost 600k, mm-hmm. the two top games are Warzone at 172, and that makes sense considering that Cold War just dropped its Warzone. Yeah. And Apex is in second with 75,000. Holy shit, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Damn, man. Well, that's the thing. Is like Those are like, again, you go into a channel, and you're like rooting for the streamer, and then on top of that, you're, you're, you're chilling in chat, and you're talking to like, do you think he's gonna win? Do you think she's gonna win? Do you, you know, like it's like it's like this this momentum, and I wish Twitch would allow that because there's all these interactions happening on Twitch all the time, but it's never highlighted unless you just go to that channel and then randomly find that that's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that seems weird to me. You have all these cool highlights. Like, there's how many clips are built every day? Like, there's millions a day. Like, there's no highlight clip reel anywhere on Twitch. Why, why is that a thing? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing, well, they're, but it's always their top streamers. Like, there's no, like, you know, there's no, like, cool clip because it's a cool clip. You know, like, it's just weird. They don't have any algorithms for any of that stuff. It's just, it's very non-intuitive. It's weird. You remember that stuff in Halo 3? The fucking, uh, the, the file share stuff? The file share, dude, I still have some file share stuff. Yeah, you can't access it, it anymore. The but. screenshot of the day and stuff like that. You know, people do it and like throwing grenades down and the map of the day, games. map creations. Yeah. yeah. You can download maps that people made. Yeah. See, like stuff like that. Like systems like that are possible. Yeah. It's just nobody wants to do it, it seems like. Yeah. Twitch is too too busy trying to ban words right now. Then, and I, you know, I don't know if you want to talk about it. It doesn't matter to me, but like, 
why are they they're focused on the wrong things man i get yeah. i you know just to, i'm a marine so i get the bullying thing sucks i get it i fucking get it but at the same time i'm also been gaming for 25 years you're never gonna get rid of bullying the more stuff you ban, the more stuff you're going to have to ban in the future. If they don't say simp, they're going to say something else. You know, you're just going to keep banning more and more things forever until it's like everybody's going to have to use emojis. You know what I'm saying? There's no end to it. It's just the fuck. Yeah, they'll just. It just, there's no end to it. You, you've throw opened out up the, the whole Twitch. Huh? So throw out the whole Twitch. Just throw out the whole baby. Get the whole, we need a version the two. Throw out the, with the bathwater. Throw the baby with the bathwater. Just call it a day. But the same. Sold baby, buy more cards. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But I just, you know, I think Twitch has the great opportunity. They have the market share, but they're not doing anything to help their main customer base, which are small streamers and and viewers. You know, like they're doing the small streamers a disservice because they're not giving them a platform to really consider to be growth. Like I think Dizzy should have a million more followers than he has because he's a great streamer. I think your content is like if you wanted to watch PvP content, you didn't come to your stream, but Twitch does nothing to help you. You know, it's nothing. nothing. And as a viewer, it's even for me, when I want to be a viewer, it's hard for me to find things I want to watch. You have to like just yeah. just randomly click on people and good luck. Maybe you'll get it. It's like, well, what if I want to watch a Destiny 2 PvP? -er? There's no tag for like Destiny 2 PvP. There's no clip channel for Destiny 2 PvP. There's, there's nothing. It's just like you can put hashtags on the stream when you start it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you could do like your tags. Like your but I don't even know how that shit works to this day. I've never even looked into it. But there's nothing it. to look. I've seen people have it, yeah. Yeah, you can look up tags, but then people's tags don't match the content they're playing. It's like, well, that doesn't fucking help. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, that doesn't help. Right now, Not we have tags going on. Our tags are, what is it? AMA, analysis, behind the scenes, co-stream, and competitive. Obviously, in just chatting, we're not being very competitive, are we? You know what I'm saying? Like... I don't know. I can talk louder than you. <laughs> that does work, I guess. Uh, no, man, it's we just it's just so weird to me, man. But yeah, that's that's a Twitch rant. I, there's good things about Twitch I really like, and I've made some really good connections wow. on Twitch. But there's some bad things on Twitch too. Zion, what you saying? Wow, about? Uh, speaking of Pokemon cards, my buddy just sent me a text. He's been keeping an eye on like the whole value side of things as huh? far as cards flying around. One of the 1999 PSA 10 Gem Mint Charizard cards just sold for 26. No, 26 grand. What? A piece of cardboard this big just sold for $26,000. Oh. Okay. The most expensive one was the non, it was the first edition Shadowless uh, one from 1999. That one sold for like 36 a couple years back. Okay, so while you're talking, I'm actually going to take this time i want to talk a little bit about some pokemon cards and stuff because you on your i'm pulling up your disc your instagram real quick so if you guys are listening at home go check out the video on youtube uh we're pulling up some stuff on his youtube right now so on the screen we've got his his pull so what's this 172 out of 365 what is what is that on your this post right here it's he's been trying to stream or post every day for a year okay i got you yeah. Okay, so this is day one seventy two. I was wondering about that because I've seen that number. Like, what do you go up every day? Yeah. What is um? Are you trying to just do that on Instagram? Was like, it a challenge for yourself, or why are you doing that? Yeah, I was doing it on uh, Twitter too, but it, I just—it's so much easier. It's a lot for me to handle managing multiple social media platforms. It's just a lot of weight on my psyche. Yeah. But uh, 
I was talking to one of my buddies, uh, old man Mikowski, actually, about it. That they who just can fucking snipe his ass off, dude. Holy He's good. He's good. I've been friends with Hunter for a long time now. Um, and one of the ways that he kind of like started gaining some traction, this was back before they changed the algorithm, though. So, I mean, take it with a grain of salt, but right. You know, he, he tried to post at least one piece of meaningful content, meaningful to him, content, at least one piece a day for a year. Huh? Just to get yourself out there and sooner or later it's like either when you come out of it either you're gonna be a lot better at posting yourself your content and you know, get yourself on a nice routine mm-hmm. the content keep it up or you know you're gonna blow up either way it's like, yeah that's actually situation. that's a really smart idea too and and i think you you said you hit the nail on the head there because this is for me i'm a marine and i'm all about discipline um but on top of that i am I am I like learning new skills and to learn a new skill you have to be consistent because consistency teaches you two things. It teaches you to be more efficient at something and it teaches you that it's okay to suck at something for a while you will just get better through repetition. Those two things like if you're learning guitar, if you're learning a new language, if you're learning a new game, it's consistency, it's coming back, doing it every day, you'll become better at it, right? So it makes sense. I didn't know how the how does the algorithm change? Like what happened with that? Oh, it's just so much harder to actually have your posts show up in people's feeds now. Yeah, pretty sure it's like ever since like Facebook bought them or something like that. It's just it, it changes it because like you could be scrolling through your feed and you'll see somebody's posts from like three days ago as like one of like the new ones or like yeah. you'll just never see somebody's posts. Like you know what I mean? Unless you have like post notifications on for their accounts. That's why it's so big to have that so you know when they post. It's like I, I even have friends like unless you talk to the person you like your dms every day or you're like sharing memes with each other or you're like actively going on their page and liking their content yeah it doesn't get prioritized anymore I so see. like it kind of goes off of like whether it's on your screen or not like i have like three or four pages like i follow like four or five hundred people on instagram and it's the same five pages that i see nine times out of ten dude you're feed. so right you're so right well do you see the the social dilemma Mm-hmm. Dude, it's exactly what's happening. It's that tailored content because it's stuff the algorithm thinks you like, and that's exactly. all it is. So your your feed is tailored for you. My feed's tailored for me. That's why I see the same ten people, and that's it. That's all I see. Exactly. And then you go to one of your buddies' pages. You're like, oh, I guess they just posted. Go to the. You're breaking 15, up right now. 20... Hold on. Re- repeat that. All right. Am I good? You're good now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So like you go to one of your buddies pages and you're like, oh, I guess they just haven't been posting in a while. So you go there and you find out that they've posted like 15, 20 times since the last post you saw. Right. Now you're like, oh shit. Like where I didn't, how come I've never seen that? And it's like, you can go through, I don't know if you've like scrolled through Instagram so far that it's like, it gets you to the point now where it's like, would you like to see the older posts? Like you finished everything Mm. that you haven't seen before. And then you get to those. And then even then it's like, I'm scrolling through them and I still never see people. I'm like, like they don't they don't even show your older posts anymore. They just show you suggested posts. I know. It's so weird. Like, why is that? Like, I just want to see my friends post, bro. In order, in chronological order. Like when they posted it. Like, exactly. So if I get on every day, I can catch up. <laughs> I can you know, like how exactly. hard is that? Like there should be an That's awesome. why I like how like Twitter is. 
Yeah, me too. I love Twitter. Yeah, you know I mean, every time you open up the app, it leaves you where you were at, so you can keep scrolling through all the new stuff, so you know where the new stuff is. Yep, and it's, in, it's usually just chronological. They're not trying to show you random stuff yeah. or suggesting. Well, you can make it chronological, or you can make it like top stories. Yeah, you exactly. Add, they give you the option on Twitter to change that. Yeah, the only thing I don't like is Twitter started adding in those ads as well. So like, you'll just get like this random like, who the fuck is this? Like, why am I seeing this content? You know. Um, so there's that's kind of stuff is still shitty, but um, so on your post here. So I want to talk a little bit. Uh, and this is Zion, definitely for you. So you before we start the podcast, you were talking about um, some Pokemon stuff. So you got like two. So you have a gaming side and you also have a card side. Like, uh, did you start with cards first? Like, give me some background. Oh, I started with games. So when I was a kid, I like collected Pokemon cards. I mm. used to battle my friends and stuff like that, and. I don't know. Like I, I since then, like I, growing up, things happened, and I wound up like not having my cards anymore. Mm. Long story short, just didn't have them. So for me now, it's kind of like now that I have the money, I'm old enough. I have money. Right. I can afford it. I'm starting to kind of just like relive my childhood and like get in touch with some nostalgia and whatnot, and collect them now. I'm not really playing anymore. I'm I'm more just collecting and trying to make sound investments type making a tre- <laughs> as as you can see behind him making a treasure shelf yeah i yes, see sir. that yeah what you got behind you man uh these are three elite trainer boxes okay vivid voltage and then there's two oh, can i do it you see, i see you, you're right there yeah you got it there it is i got it see, yeah you got champion's it. path nice champion path nice and then i got champion's a path has shot up in price dude has it's it? it's in a bubble though it's gonna it's gonna come down i don't i don't think they'll actually be worth too much more for prime has long. it for 70 right now yeah damn some money to be made the, the trainer box might be worth more later on but the, the card set itself is like hyper inflated right yeah everything's everybody's flipping out because the VMAX like hollow rare Charizard is like $400 right now. And then the other the one is rainbow rare one, right? Yeah. And then the shiny reverse is like 380 or something. Yeah. Dang. And they're like hard pulls too. Yeah, it's like, very in, hard it's like pulls. one in like 900 or something. Yeah. Something like that. And then on top of that, you have like 50 to 75% chance of it actually having a PSA shiny 10. Yeah. Well that. Yeah. And then like have getting one that's going to be a 10 over a nine. It's like, so that, you that, that's my biggest what is I would, what is I that would love to oh so you can get your cards graded you send them out and they come back slabbed with a grade are they Basically, it depends on is the card centered is there any trimmings is there anything misprinted is it off alignment at all what the front and the, the front yeah. and back have to be perfect it can't be bent mm. it can't be torn wait hold the on pack, You're blown if you see mind. the pack and it's resealed like you can tell that it was put back together with like a wax you know it's gonna be a bad pack dude yeah. you, you don't understand you explaining this you, you i had tell by the code card dude too. i had no idea this entire side of this market fucking existed okay so hold on let so me, it was let me, really bad let me, I don't remember let me how think about this so they you can you can you just send in your pack and they open it for you no they tell you send you, in you, cards. cards okay so you send them a card you ship in and it can be anywhere from like i don't know it's not that bad it used to be like 10 15 20 bucks it's probably a little mm-hmm. bit more right now because of all the craze fifty dollars a card now yeah but you can get a sixty dollar subscription that lets you do bulk submissions of 20 or more for like 10 bucks a card but the thing is when you get it as long as it's a good card some cards aren't worth it unless it's for personal reasons like you Mm want to get it graded 
but there's a lot of cards that go up in value once if you get it graded as a, like a 10 PSA gem mint 10 which is the highest rating for PSA one of the three big uh, graded companies there's yeah. three companies doing this yeah, yeah there's, there's uh, them Beckett's and then what is it SGC or something like that yeah dude so alright you guys are blowing my mind I got I'm trying to process this. There's an entire like collection agency that tells you how good your card is and how much you can sell it for. Yep. Correct. Well, what? they don't really tell you how much they can sell it for. The market dictates that. Yeah. Like, but the thing is, or something? that card that comes back in like a supposed to be, it, it, you can open it, but not really. Right. It comes in like a what's supposed to be a permanent slab. So like okay. they're in this display with the label on the top, and you. There's like a scan on it. It's in record. And the reason why, like if you send in a card that's gonna get graded, once it's graded, it's worth $1,000. They're gonna charge you more money for that card, even if you have the prescription or the prescription. The, the subscription. subscription, yeah. Because you're essentially, by getting it graded, you're getting it insured too. Oh. now you can track the card. That card is guaranteed. So like for collectors to buy a graded card, you're cutting out all that extra bullshit that you get for buying something online. Like, is this a real card? Is this actually like a good card? Like, or do they is just this swap just out a picture of what I was looking at? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like people getting gypped on those PS5s, and the dude was literally getting setting the boxes of dollars. Setting the boxes. No, he, he was getting thousands of dollars for a picture oh, of no. it. <laughs> and dude, he literally a- had he had fine print. He was selling PS5 photos. And he was like, yeah, read the fine print. This is clearly a picture. Get what you're paying for. Make sure you're reading the fine print. And everybody would just skip right over and buy the damn thing. Dude, I saw a video of somebody going over like, you guys are, he's like, you guys are fucking idiots. It says in the title, PS5 box. That's what it says in the title. People were bidding like $600 on eBay. I was like, Jesus. Like, <laughs> I remember like two years ago, maybe like 10 years ago. There was this ad going around on Craigslist of this guy. He was selling solar-powered clothes dryers for five, six hundred bucks, and shipping people like a five-pack and some string, a five-pack of clothespins and some string. Because <laughs> it's a solar-powered clothes dryer. <laughs> he wasn't lying. You get what like, you pay for. There was no picture, and people were just like solar powered clothes dryer oh i need it and just spend it money it's like people are just like they just read the title sometimes they don't even read the title like you said they'll just look at the picture yeah yeah oh my god it's a ps5 box you know they never said there's a ps5 in it (laughs) you know never said it was in it well cool man so you're so i didn't even know that whole side of like pokemon or trading cards at all existed that's freaking cool like it makes sense like it's like um for example my wife's wedding ring like we got it insured and appraised. So it's basically what you're doing. It's a appraisal, it's appraisal service. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Makes sense. That's kind of, I just but had they, no they idea. They also grade it too. So like, it's not just like appraising it. Like, oh, this card is worth this much money. It's like, this card is the best card. Or like, this is like what the flaws are. This card is borderline, a pretty much perfect card. Right. And then when it's sealed in the slab, then it's, essentially like a pristine at that point so it'll stay that way for the rest of the card's life okay and so your goal is to buy packs find those really highly rated cards hold on to the chance to get the dopamine shot of pulling one of the best prettiest pieces of cardboard of all time oh yeah dude i'm in it for the dopamine hits there you go okay so there we go 
yeah, I bought that booster box, the Vivid Voltage. Spent 150 bucks, 36 packs. The first one I opened, I pulled a Rainbow Rare Pikachu worth like 240 bucks, ungraded. There you go. So when it looks like it might be like a nine, though. Sadly, it might it might pass for a ten. I doubt it. Maybe if I get so like a, like, you know, he and I yeah. were talking about the XY evolutions before we got into this. Huh? The Charizard from that set is a remake of the badass one from the old days. Uh -huh. It just it says evolutions on the card art instead of the full art from the other thing. And that was actually an exclusive press release, like pre-release one. You could only get that one from partaking in like pre-release tournaments of it that one card's worth three grand yeah one card yeah that's bro so do you wealth of the old school that's, that's one. ungraded right uh psa gem mint oh nice so but that's from 2016 yeah that's you go a, all the way back to oh, 1999 yeah. and you look at the gem mint japanese one that's mm -hmm. the one that sold 36 grand Bro, you know, worst part, Dude. you know, the worst part, I had like old school album, like full of Pokemon Sucks. carbs and it's gone. Heard that, dude. Gone. Been there. It's gone. I smell, I smell what you're stepping in, bro. I, I fucking bro. feel your pain. I was like, I don't know where it's so, gone. I don't know what's that. <laughs> an unopened, an unopened base set booster box mm -hmm. sells for $40,000. Yeah, the packs are like 500 bucks a piece. I saw some of the packs, not even first edition, going for a grand a piece. What the fuck? That's for a booster pack of eight cards. They come with 10 now. And you don't know what's inside? No, no. you don't. <laughs> well, you could. Those, the first few sets, you could weigh the cards. You could weigh them, and there were like differences of grams. Jeez. And you could tell what was what, because the lacquer on the ones with the hollow were different. What is and happening? You, and you, even if you don't know what hollow you're gonna get. You just know that you're gonna get a hollow. So that's a big thing too. It's always important to buy old cards like that from a reputable source because you can get people. Well, there's some people who will straight up tell you that you're donating, and it's a very big gray area in like buying and reselling cards and shit. That mm -hmm. people have like different, very, very contrasting outlooks on it, and it's weighing cards. Some people will weigh them and be like, hey, like these cards. And it, it sucks too because it's the reason why it's gray is like you're weighing it. You're taking the whole chance out of it. Right. But there's people who sell cards, sell packs that if, you, if it's weighed already, it sells for a lower price. So there's, there'll be people who uh. sell it, weigh it first and don't say it. Uh. And, sell it. and then there's like, the, another reason why it's a gray area is like, well, be the guy who's saying, "Hey, these are Wade packs. This is how much I'm selling them for. How how is that bad on me?" And it's because yeah. that person could buy those cards and then sell, turn around and sell them for a profit, just because he won't tell them that they've been Wade. Uh, and then yeah. the person buying it, unless they're buying it for like a collector's thing, if they plan on opening it to try to pull a card and it's been Wade and you already you did, you're selling it because it doesn't have a hollow, then they're gonna get shitty cards and you're gonna have like six hundred bucks. Right? Like, yeah, that is super shitty. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's a, I didn't even know this whole market exists. It's crazy that you got like because I'm the outsider looking in, and like it's so crazy. Like I had no idea it went that in depth. I just thought it yeah. was people buying cards to try and get these rare cards and then hold on to them and sell them in the future for a profit. That made them like it's like it's like stock trading. That makes sense to me. But then again, I didn't realize why. I mean, quite honestly, why wouldn't there be? Because in stocks, like there's earnings report because I, I trade stocks that's what i trade 
and so you know there's earning reports there's uh there's there's not gradings but there's like uh credit ratings that they can get based on uh profitability um based on it's all it's all like future it's all based on speculation but it's you know backed by banks and stuff like that so you you go with these credit ratings or pricing targets that they're going for but it's the same thing but there's no but but you know in trading there's also insider trading and there's you know like a bunch of illegal shit so it sounds like in this market the illegal shit is weighing it weighing a pack knowing what's going to be in there and selling the weighed packs and not telling the weight but then you know like they're shitty cards like that seems like exactly. a it's like a scam so dude. like you could, you could buy exactly you could buy a booster box weigh all the packs and then keep all the cards that are potentially gonna have cards that are like worth it yeah for yourself and sell the ones that you know aren't gonna have a really rare hollow card and make a shit ton of money that way too because yeah now you can sell those base set packs for 500 to a thousand dollars knowing yourself that they ain't going to pull shit out of it so if right. they open it then they're out of that because you could pull like he said the charizards are worth like five grand like you could pay a thousand dollars for a pack pull that charizard and then fucking make four times the pack back right exactly. but you're not knowing that you're getting sold a pack that has no valuable cards in it that pack's still worth money if you don't open if it. you don't open it yeah so you get screwed that way because like mm. a lot of people like it, for me at least it's hard to keep a pack yeah i just love opening the packs getting the dopamine hit the fucking the rush it's nice so i'm better at saving like cards right i want to open the pack like i don't want to sell a pack to somebody you better open the cards and sell the cards individually exactly Look, save the- looking at yeah looking at champion's path looks like it's kind of brutal to be honest because it you is, get- there's 73 in the set and then like 88 or 89 and what's champions well, no, path? Just, okay. just how to get the packs looks brutal because oh, yeah. you've got all the different gym collections but then there's only the elite trainer box and that's only 10 packs all right yeah. so explain so, like, explain for myself and for viewers what what is what's the different like what is that pack you're talking about what is so that? the elite trainer box he's got two of them on his shelf up there that's okay. the one that's the black and gold oh, up there yeah, okay yeah, yeah. So Uh that comes, that's like the starter set thing like we were talking about before the podcast. I have two of them, one from Dragon's Majesty and one from the Charizard. So if you wanted to jump into the game and start playing Pokemon, you could buy one of those technically. So you wouldn't be able to get a full deck out of it, but you could get a good amount of starting energy, some sleeves that are okay, uh, dice, your GX marker, a couple of your poison and other markers, and then um, there's uh, like 10 packs of that set for 70 bucks you're getting 10 packs and all that stuff but oh, yeah your chances no, no, promo card too promo cards worth like 20 bucks okay if you get a good centering on it yeah but so the, the, the other the average you can, the money you're getting back is not really it's not really it's more to play not to like collect right yeah yeah it's such a low chance so this set looks like it's just brutal to collect because i'm looking at all these uh gym boxes and it looks like how many packs do they even have? Because these gym paths have a pin for each badge, like each gym badge. Mm-hmm. And then they come with a couple packs and then a certain Pokemon based on which gym leader it is. I've been out of the whole Pokemon scene for a while, so I don't really understand what these gym things are about. Right. But um, it kind of reminds me of there used to be like special editions where you could get like an Eevee, a Leafeon, like all these different pins for different Pokemon and okay. stuff. I actually have some of them somewhere. But um, 
you'd get like the mythicals and they would have pins of them um interesting it just it looks like trying to get these packs without buying that trainer box is going to be aids i looked at amazon yeah Amazon for 36 of the packs is 214 bucks. Ooh. Yeah, they're like $8 a pack. Yikes. And that's hard to get returns on too. It's it's the thing. It's yeah. cuz there's not that many cards that are worth a lot in that set. There's, there's two that are worth It's like most of the full arts. Yeah, and even mm. then they're the Charizard V and the Charizard V Max uh rainbow full are the yeah. are the two that you might and then get. There's like yeah. There's like the Dreadmaw, the Gardevoir, and the other that are like and 20 it bucks. Off. Yeah, it's like 2020, 20, 2015, 2015, mm. But the problem is, if you're paying that much money, you want to average off your packs, figure out what you're paying per pack, and then you it's a little easier to like balance your returns because you're like, all right, well, like how plus and minus I am, am I from what I paid versus what I pulled? Yeah. We call that uh, we call that averaging in or averaging Dude. out of a position in trading. That's exactly what it the, is. You're, you're at, the so evolutions like, booster boxes are selling for five hundred bucks. Yeah, some places. So it depends. If you go on Game Nerds, you can get the booster box for four fifty, and if you go on still. Collectors Cash, you can buy thirty six count of loose packs for four fifty. But do you Jesus think Christ. that those loose packs might be weighed? It might be shitty. Like, can you trust that they uh, you're not still weighed? running the chance? You're running the chance, but oh, it's so cheesy. So pretty reputable source. It's because theirs is they sell the single packs. They're thirty six counts like from that. So like Amazon, like Game Freaks, like those kind of places. I would believe those before I believed like. Uh, I would not believe Amazon. There's too many third party. This is a very true. Amazon I, I go through. Um, Safari Zone, the Collector's Cash, and Game Nerds with mm-hmm. a Z. So your ultimate goal is to return a profit. Yep. Okay, that's the ultimate goal. So with that ultimate goal that's in mind, are do you have like a so do you, I'm just trying to to basically compare this to trading. Okay, I try to compare this to trading because that's what I I I know. So. Do you have like a time horizon that you're looking at for these the sale of these cards or are you trying to do like a quick turnaround like how does this work for you uh this is more long term for me okay makes sense so it depends really what i'm doing the cards some cards i might that might get in a future set might get inflated early Mm. if i pull early i might sell it instead of holding on to it right buy it again when it drops back down Okay, so you're flipping them. Sort of. I haven't really started yet. I've only been doing it for like a month or two now. Okay. I just started like reading about it and stuff and getting back into it. Christmas I got bonus, spending money, so. Right. No, man, right. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, in trading, that's what you do. You have like, if a like a price, let me pull up my, my account real quick. Um, it's, nice, it's nice to get an ROI like that though too, man. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I, like I said, I spent 150 bucks, 36 packs. And the first one I opened, I immediately made my and a hundred dollars profit yeah that's perfect so at that point at that point i could have sold the rest of the packs for like four dollars a piece and made even more money yeah easy because i already got everything i needed but i also am in it it's more like for me i'm in it as like a hobby that also can make me money 
Right, right. I like opening the cards. I like collecting the cards. I like looking at them. I like collecting them. It reminds me of my childhood. Yeah. But I also have the chance to pull a card that, boom, pays for my entire hobby. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Or if you hold on to it, you might have a card like that 1999 card that's selling for $26,000. Yeah. Like you might have that card already in your possession in 10 years will be that new card. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. exactly. So that's huge. If, you, if I pulled Nintendo any of those, yeah. if I pulled any of those Charizard V or Charizard V maxes, I would not sell them. They'd be on a shelf like you've got put up yeah. somewhere. Right. Well, like for example, um, my there's a recent trade I made that we we're talking about return on investment. Um, it's PLTR, it's Palatier Technologies. Regardless of the company, there's like a bunch of hype behind it, so it got super inflated. But I bought early, so what I did is I averaged out some of my shares to take some profit early. Like I got out so I can take some, but yeah, my average cost is down low. So it's like it's that you have to balance the amount of shares you buy probably same thing with cards the amount of cards you buy versus your potential return on investment if the market exactly. pushes one way or the other you know what i mean like yeah. and so you, it's hard because you have to keep up with what the market is doing that's the hard part and i can imagine that being a challenge on collecting because how do you do you have like websites you use for for like average yeah. cost oh. i use tcg tcg use i'm looking that up tcg player player.com yeah, you can search by set and it gives you like the listed median of every card in the set. Whoa. All right. Give me a card to look up. I want to look it up. Dude, those... uh, well, you can look up the set. Look up like Vivid Voltage. Vivid Voltage? Okay. Dude, yeah. those those gym pack things booster pack? my soul. Oh, dude, the gym booster packs. So Vivid uh, Voltage. So if you just, yeah, yeah. If you just Google Vivid Voltage uh, card values, it'll okay. take you to the... Google will take you to the just look for the um okay the one search result that has that website TCG player hard value okay all right this is I'm learning something new man I'm excited I love learning new shit <laughs> the arrows on like the green one the listed price or whatever because uh -huh. they sell cards too so that's what's listed as on there too oh. so filter it you do the arrow pointing down it'll go it'll you go descend from higher you go from like yeah hard to low let's go high to low here real quick let's see. Vivid Voltage build and battle box display. The whole display is for three sixty six, selling as low as four thirty nine. But a market price. So they do have the market price. Oh my! Yeah. Oh, I'm changing over the screen. I gotta show people this. This is crazy, people. Look at what I'm looking at here. This is the Vivid Voltage battle pack. It shows you the market price, so it gives you what the market price is on average, yeah. right? So when I used to build decks for Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh all the time, like I went in on Yu-Gi-Oh for a while back when I was doing the tournament stuff. Ooh, I like Because I had to be able to keep up with everybody else. I built like three competitive decks and then like two meme decks. Mm -hmm. The most expensive one at the time was almost 400 bucks. Dude, and this I did, is so I cool. didn't even like rarity hoard out. I just did like the base versions. Right. This still, I mean, I just... I'm blown away by how cool, like, I didn't, I had no idea trading cards had, like, like, it was like, it's a fucking market. It's literally, a, like, it's like trading a stock. Is like you're, instead of going by, like, where you're going to think that the the stock's going to go, like, in their future, or down, yeah. it's more, you look at a set. So, right. how many cards are in the set matters. And right. then the value of those cards matters too. So it's if you go down, it's like Vivid Voltage is a good pack to buy. 
there's a lot of cards in the set, mm -hmm. but there's also a lot of cards that are worth a lot of money in comparison to how much the packs cost. Champions Path has half the amount of cards. Right. Is this oh, yeah, that, more than half? That, more than less than half. That Chungus Chew you've got in the this middle one, of the one. This one, this Pikachu V Max. This one. Yeah. That's this the is. One is this pulled. the card? Yeah, I this have is, this one. That's the this card. Yeah. So this one sells for four hundred bucks, two hundred forty bucks. Well, that says bucks. that says moderately played. His might be mint. Yeah. Okay. So you got a whole it's different. It's got. It's very very close with the centering as Pikachu. It'll probably pull a nine, but a nine's still pretty good. This nine's really good, apparently. And then I also have, I believe it's the third most expensive card in the set. Is the same card, but not rainbow. Okay. Which one is that? Is just not is that not the secret one? It's just Pikachu V Max. Yeah. yeah, I think it's an ultra rare. Okay, let me see. All right, show me. I'm gonna pull up Pikachu V Max. So Pikachu V Max here. We got secret. You got regular. And that one pulls for just like it says like twenty six bucks or whatever. So which is still a lot of money. Yeah, on a four dollar pack of cards. Yeah, well it's secret rare and it's rare, but on this yeah. one is showing. They have uh, that, is there a place to show where where the ratings are? Do you go to or is it on here too? I'm just not looking at it right. So you would have to actually look for a graded card. You can just search it on Google. Okay. And just look up like Pikachu V Max. Okay. Yeah, so search for uh, PSA 10. PSA 10. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Oops. This man's doing your homework for you. Dude, I'm. Fr I oh, like I've this. Already, I'm. I'm going down a freaking thing. Okay. It says Lord of the Rings. Okay. eBay. Never trust eBay. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. A lot of them sell on eBay. That's the thing. So with graded cards, it's easier to sell on eBay and stuff because it's reliable. Mm. Because the card there's one for fifty, but it's yeah, but a fifty. But the other place was selling it what wasn't graded for two hundred and fifty. So why would it be fifty on eBay? Because it might not have been the actual card. It might have been like uh, a loot a gold card. Yeah. All right, here's this well, one. Well, it might not have even been a gold card. It might have just been like a hey, this is. Oh yeah. PSA ten those question mark like. Yeah, yeah. So, so you'll be able to tell if it's already been in yeah. a giant like plastic slab with a read description. Yeah. Brand new, unused, unopened, undamaged item. I don't know about that. Uh, no, he's saying read description. Condition, condition is new. New. You, no, read the bottom. You will have a one to four chance for a PSA card. Oh, so he's selling a pack. Yeah. Yeah, a he's selling a he's selling a grab bag including five, five booster, booster packs. packs. I see. Top loaders. Which are probably back. So he's just right. sending he's just sending random shit and then giving you the chance at. And that was probably weighed, so he knows if it has it or not. It's harder to weigh the newer packs though. Okay, okay. Because they change there's there's code cards that you get for the online. Right. And they uh, change like the weights slightly on them. So like you could get a pack with no hollows that weighs more than a pack without hollows. Right. Or, pack without that weighs more than a pack with which should be the other way around right so many different varying sizes that it's a lot harder to weigh the cards yeah that's still but crazy the packs, that are worth, the packs that are worth like hundreds and hundreds of dollars for the pack can be weighed okay i got you so if you're like a collector it doesn't matter to you whether they're weighed or not you could buy them and then have them yeah just have them anyway but the only the only problem the only problem you're gonna run into is if you want to Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you want to open them, then it's an issue.
Yeah. Well, so where do you where do you see yourself if you keep on this hobby for the next year and a half? Where do you see yourself? Or do you see yourself as flipping these a lot more or just opening? You said you're doing single cards. So do you feel like you'll have a giant collection or where do you where are you going with this? Uh, I think I'm definitely starting to build a collection of something I can pass on or sell later in life if I have to. Yeah. While at the same time maintaining a hobby that you know makes me happy. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm sure there's things here or there that I'll pick up. Like I might buy another uh, Champions Path trainer box mm -hmm. and just never open it. Right. That makes sense. Those will probably be, and anything with Pikachu and Charizard on it. They always blow up. The, yeah, they blow up and they hold their value the most okay. throughout the years. That's good to like know, that, too. That box that he's got and I've got, that Charizard tin, not mm -hmm. the Champion's Path, but the other one, that one's 135 bucks. When we bought it, it was like 60 Woo! So you yeah. can hold on to that and, and I hold could, the value. I could, even, I could even sell later in life if it goes box for a lot of money. People, oh. people sell like first edition booster box, like base set booster boxes, just the box, no cards for like a hundred bucks. So it's like you get the whole thing. Like, that's right. We just saw the one that was the display case with the yeah, packs inside. Yeah. And that was like 500 bucks like for a display case and some cards, which is crazy. But I mean, you know, it's so weird to see like. I mean, for example, like antiquing, right? I don't do antiquing. I don't give a shit about it, but there's a whole market for antiques. With some items that look like shit, and it's actually ten thousand dollars. You're like, holy crap! Like antique roadshow, baby. I yeah, used to love man. that shit. Like holy crap! I used to love it. But that's you know, it's weird, man. I mean, the only thing that sucks, and I'll have to say this: like, I've been gaming for twenty five years. Imagine how much money I've spent on gaming, but that has lost so much of its value. Like, if we're talking about a market, like gaming is. How many games a, have you bought for sixty bucks that have flopped? Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, I can't or even count. Or not even flopped, you just stopped playing because the next one came out and made you pay $60 for it. Right. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. How much, FIFA. how much money have we put into Destiny and we've stopped playing it? I oh, know. Imagine if they just had like somewhere you could go up and instantly see how much money you've spent. Oh god, I wouldn't want including, including Silver, bro. No. Bro, I used I own Destiny 2 on three platforms. Yeah, there was I've a time too. where I was playing on Xbox, Play, Xbox One, PlayStation Four, and PC. Dude, I, and I was I buying would... all of the expansions for everyone just because I had friends on every every platform that I wanted to play. Hey, they, they have played... cosplay coming out soon, though, right? They do next year. Next year, man. That's pretty probably cool. make us wait until December, but next year, hey, it's I waited. I'll wait eight, seven, eight years. Yeah, it's fine. Don't have you take played Apex Legends much? Me? Yeah. Recently, no. I think the last time I played somewhat religiously was, or at all rather, when Watson came out. It's mm. back to season two four. or three. I think, isn't that four? Could have been, yeah. Cause I think it was, Mir no, it was uh, something. I I, Mirage I first. Play, I didn't was, play the first season. Me too. I, think it was like, Mirage I, I, played it, I played it before there were seasons. Yeah, me yeah. too, when I first came out. When I first came out and then I came back in like season two. So I guess not before season, before battle passes. Mm -hmm. yep, I started here. playing it again. I, I stopped playing before the first battle pass and came back like halfway through the second battle pass. Played it for a little bit like here or there because I bounced back between like that PUBG. Apex is actually how I learned how to play mouse and keyboard. Mm. That was like the definitive thing. I did what most people do when like, you play Overwatch on PC. It's a good way. It's basic controls. They're generally the same controls on any character you play. Yeah. Just controls do different things. Yeah. 
because your abilities. Um, that was a good one for me to learn. And so then, as um, far as like money spent on video games, uh-huh. Apex, I have every heirloom. Bro, Told you, he's a whale, bro. I got Told you. the Wraith heirloom forever ago. I got it my second. I got it my very second chest opening when I started playing the game back so before lucky. season one. So Dude, I tried lucky. to sell my account. People sell it before they like start releasing them all. You could. Oh yeah, that. for the knife. You can sell it for the knife. But a lot of people for the knife for a lot of money. A lot of, money. A lot of people want to buy the accounts for the twenty Metal kill badge, too, the predator yeah. badges, like yeah. that kind of stuff. There's also services that people will get on your account and get you those badges for money too. Yeah. yeah. It's essentially like a trials carry, but they're like or recovery, but they're like, well, I'll get on your account and in an hour you'll have a twenty kill badge. Yeah. And that's I mean that's crazy though. It's like it's there's always been a market for that because I've been playing like MMOs back in the day. Like there's people, there's always oh, been yeah, like, yeah. Um, you know, leveling services or uh, buying gold services or, you know, whatever the case may be. And it's cool to see how like now there's markets for like, you can go to Fiverr right now and probably find somebody to carry you. Like, bro, I used to make accounts or buy accounts and acquire them other ways and fucking Neopets, dog. Neopets? Yeah, bro. Okay, now like you got to explain. You got to explain. Oh, bro, dude, it was just like something I did when I was younger. It's like spend 10 bucks, buy an account that's like years old, comes with a Watson, bunch of stuff on it. And uh-huh. then I just, I just found cheap. it. Watson was season two. Season two? Season All right, well, two. There you okay. go then. So it was yeah, preseason, mm-hmm. season one, Octane, season two, Watson, season three, Crypto, season four, Revenant, season five, Loba, six, Rampart, oh, and seven. I guess I did come back in six because I, I love playing Revenant, dude. Mm. So, hold on, I can't let Neopets go. Sorry, Neopets, <laughs> man. So you're buying old accounts that people are not playing, and then like, not so much anymore. But yeah, yeah, people. There's websites I would. Dude, you should post like, more stuff about this stuff on your social media, man. Like, you're really into this. This well, is awesome. I don't, I don't really do it anymore, though. That's the thing. I know, like but history it's cool. But it's cool, though. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's cool. Like, I would do stuff and I have a bunch of accounts, and then I mean, obviously, I would never play the games. I would just run scripts and stuff so i was essentially a giant cheater <laughs> yeah sounds like it but it's still fun but like i would only cheat to get like my baseline and then, yeah it's like, once you get something to work with you can start making money and stuff yeah like, i've never liked playing the games really and i just like the marketplace because scouring through the forums and finding something that's like hard to sell but selling for really cheap and worth a whole lot of money and then you can find knowing somebody who wants it Flipping it around and basically just buying and flipping and buying and flipping and watching your like bank account go up. That's all completely worthless. Dude, but that's, it's fun. It's, fun, it's but satisfying. It's so it's cool satisfying. though. I mean that you could make an, you, your entire online presence could be that on Twitch and make, make a killing. There's people like that do stock trading on Twitch and they do well. You know, they give yeah. stock trading advice, which I would never fucking trust because they're using technical analysis and they're crazy people. But, you know, <laughs> like, don't do that. But at the same it's time, like, but with collectors, that's a whole different story, you know? That whole, like, dopamine shot thing is relevant even up to, like, Genshin. The oh, gotcha yeah. system in Genshin was a bad one. Like, that's why Yin actually told me to sell my account. He you said should. he could probably find somebody to do it because and all you gotta do is change the name to something you don't want, make a new account and hold your name. And now yeah. you're selling some random account, so that way you don't have to worry about them being like, Oh, can you change my name so I can have it back, please? Yeah, that's yeah. true. 
But you, no, dude, but, you saw, uh, he spent a lot of money. He's a whale, bro. So he's spent a lot of money in on, Genshin. On that game, I was a whale. A whale for sure. And in cards, um, in cards too, and Apex. You're a whale in general, brother. Just just deal with yeah, your whale self. I don't see... Uh, so I don't see games as pay to play or pay to win anymore. It's pay to catch up. Mm-hmm. Really or like... Is. Or like pay to catch, like pay to invest to make it worthwhile to play rather than pay to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than, I I don't know, like the skin side of things at Apex doesn't really matter unless it's the, there's a couple of different skins. Like there's an R9 skin that has a different uh, iron sight that's broken. It's fucking easy. It just makes it easy mode. Yeah. Should change the game, especially if they're going to sell them. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. It, it's like it's like the call of duty blueprint system it's yeah back in advanced warfare and in modern warfare they had blueprints that you could buy or advanced warfare it was uh moderation like modification to different versions of the guns like the asm1 speakeasy was the gun of advanced warfare besides like the hbr and then the the bow but the variant of the bow wasn't even that good everybody just ran subs on that speakeasy um Right. And then Cold War, we talked about like the shotgun that you could buy the flame dragon shots on the blueprint and have it automatically, or you'd have to level the gun up to like 50 something. Yeah, that's just stupid. Or you could just buy it, you know, which is like completely yeah. out. I mean, it's just stupid, man. I mean, so you've been playing Destiny as long as I've been playing Destiny, man. How I remember where they implemented the silver um, system and their initial promise of it's going to help with content and stuff. How do you feel about the silver system in destiny two now or then anytime, whenever you want to start, like wherever you want to go, then didn't yeah. really like it. It was a total fucking money grab. Obviously Activision loves micro. Yep. They do. And you didn't really get any value out of it. Some of the shit was good. I liked it. I like, I, I fucking spent money on it. Yep. Me too. Um, I like the way they have it now. You can still spend money, but there's like a very good chance that if you're patient, you could just buy it for earnable in-game currency, i.e. Bright Dust. Right. That's a now, way better system. Also, websites too that either predict or know what items are going to show up in the Bright Dust pool throughout like events. Mm. So like you could be like, all right, well, they're selling this for 3000 silver or I could wait three weeks and buy it for 5,000 bright dust because right yeah you know i mean you can you get bright dust for fucking everything now too have they increased the amount of drops on that uh not so much i don't think so not the amount of drops okay. i think there's just more outlets to receive it that's good because i remember there was like i think two seasons ago there's a big like there was a price increase on a lot of silver items. They had locked it behind, and then their bright dust was basically like you can get like five hundred a week or something. It was like yeah, super well, yeah, low. Yeah, yeah. You remember what I'm talking um, about? Like there used to be the only way to that? really get bright dust, like enough to buy something, would be to spend money on silver to buy packs of the engrams. Yeah, and then hope that you pull like a purple or green version of like the. Like the huge bright dust pack or something. Yeah, it's just like or hope to get armor and weapons. It just got annoying. Yeah, yeah. And that's stupid, man. Like yeah, you get them from bounties and shit. Like, oh, that's nice. like almost every bounty gives you bright dust or something at least. That's so cool. Like, that's good. You get it. You get it everywhere. Not a lot, 
But as long as you play the game, if you play the game a lot, you'll have a lot of bright tests to share for it. Therefore, like, you know what I mean? If you yeah. invest your time into it, they allow you to earn currency to buy the things that you want. So it's like, you can not really play the game all the time, never have bright dust, and be like, well, I still want it, so I'm gonna buy silver. Or you'd be like, well, I don't wanna buy silver, I play this game all the time. I can still be able to buy it later. I might pay a little more, yeah. but I have it, and there's nothing else for me to buy anyway. Right. And that's kind of like what Zion was saying is like the pay to catch up service versus like the pay to like play. You know what I mean? Like you can either you give it, you either giving your money or you're giving your time Two of the one of those two things. It's just going to happen regardless. Yeah, that's another big thing that I like about Destiny's microtransactions are they're all purely cosmetic. Mm -hmm. Can't buy a blueprint. Right. You can buy a skin for guns that you don't have right right once you get the gun but like then even then they don't change anything about it like with the r99 you can you can get a skin earn it or buy it and it gives you a better site like it actually helps you in game they don't really right. have that stuff sometimes there's a bug like that that freeze tag emote for a while was giving you damage resistance when you used it. What? <laughs> so you'd be like, you need to be frozen and you would, it was slight, but you'd take less damage. Right. That's kind of so cool. Like in, a, in, a, in a power enabled scenario that could, you know, save your butt between getting meleeed twice and dying or having fire a third one because it just took that little bit of extra damage. Yeah, off. that's true. Yeah. If you're min maxing on a put like a, a brawl or whatever, you know, that's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, one thing we haven't gotten to yet, we're getting close to the, I mean, it's almost already been two hours. I want to get to some of your PVP videos real quick because I, I love some of this stuff and I want to make sure people who are on YouTube check this stuff out. Uh, and obviously, if you're watching on Spotify, I'll link his information so you guys can check it out. Uh, but we're, we're going to watch some of these PVP videos. I want to kind of go over this first one here. Um, this is the that break free one that you made, that one that I posted on my Instagram. This one's one of my favorites, dude. So... So what's happening in this first play? You're breaking through. Is that yours? That's your stasis right there. All right, let me, okay. Let me let me pull it up. I gotta okay. pull it up. <laughs> Lol. I yeah. just saw the fucking black mask meme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, all right, all right. Hold on. Let me hop up on the Twitch here. Yeah. Do so you have like in this first clip? You, I'm guessing you're in Titan form. You're slamming. You started the stasis, and it's like going up the walls. Just, I love like the artwork of stasis is beautiful. It looks awesome, dude. They did a great job with this stuff. Let me get rid of these booster packs up here. Um, so you're pushing through, slam, He's slam. Like, save those for later. Yeah, don't worry about that. So you get frozen. I see the break free. Yeah. And then here comes fusion. So, what is your love of the fusion rifle? Hold on. What is it, dude? You love like most of your clips I see are you shredding with the fusion rifle, dude? Uh, me and my buddy actually started using them. It's 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 unique, yeah. They Destiny's franchise started with their own weapon type, yeah. They used familiar types and then they made their own. It's like hybrid and sniper rifle. And we just started using them and just started loving them in the beta. Like they've had their ups and downs. There was a time when they were meta. Yep. Back in D1, especially, it took a relatively large amount of skill to be as effective with them as like I am yes. in Destiny 2. Like 
There was a lot more. In, in Destiny 2, they're hit scan, which sucks. Ah, uh, Before, suck. they weren't. They were projectiles, so you had to, you know, lead your shots. And there's so much more into it. Range wasn't tied to damage. Oh, that's nice. No fall off. No, there was no fall off. That's awesome, like, so, too. So essentially... With the no fault, but that was a problem. It was spread, so then it became like a stability game. Yeah, you that's true. Stability that you could get, and range too, because you know there was fall off, but not like a lot. Right. You know I mean, like, like I could hit somebody two hundred meters away, but I'll probably only ever hit them with one bolt and do reduced damage. Right. Right. So it's like a it was a trade off between find the right amount of stability to hit more bolts, but also get a good amount of range. So you're going for like pretty specific like drops basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, one of the weapons that I was generally like out the gate good with. Mm -hmm. So I received a lot of hate for it. Which gun was it? You get get a lot of hate. You uh, just fuse rifles in general. Okay. More specifically, I'm very, at least back then I was known for using an Ash Ravens flight. It was from Iron Banner. Okay. Uh, Second fusion not Perrin's fire but uh yeah ash raven's flight and i ran it with a uh, swap okay so switch, switching to it reduce or increases your like stability and stuff and then right and reactivation right so i would just fuck have my primary out and then swap and then fusion rifles so and fusion rifle hit immediately too is it increased recharge is increased charge time and then increased accuracy right yeah, yeah. back then it was like the same thing like you had um, no, it wasn't backup plan. Oh, backup plan okay. in D1 was only on plan C. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I liked using them. I just developed an affinity for them. So, and anytime you receive hate for something that you're doing and you're good at, you know you're doing it well. Yeah, so, dude. I used to get so much hate. Oh, man. It's like old man Kowalski. I've watched some of his clips. And I can only imagine the amount of hate he gets from sniping people. I played against him in some of his community tournaments, dude, as a captain, and it's nuts. He's a great dude, too, man. He always keeps his fucking uh, mentality and his, like, just general vibe pretty positive, even when he's getting his which doesn't happen often. No, that's good, man. That's I try, I'm try. i trying to do that, too, but there's some times I get toxic, too. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah, so shout out to old man Kowalski. But, oh, here, so for this clip Mikowski. here. Mikowski, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there's okay. a double right there. Savage. Yeah. Jeez, man. Oh and my Corey god. Oak. This is the red fusion rifle I'm using is a new one this season. It's a new frame. It's uh aggressive frame, I think it's called. Uh-huh. It's a 660 charge rate. It's the only fusion rifle like it. But on top of that, it has a horizontal charge. So where most fusion rifles uh, shoot the bird, seven bolts and goes pop, 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 pop. Yeah. It's like your fusion rifle as you shoot it. This one shoots one and it shoots like a wave out horizontally. What? So you ha- how yeah. do you aim for that? That's tough. Shotgun style. Uh, you aim at their face. <laughs> Normally with the fusion rifle, you aim at their crotch or their chest. Right. And you'll hit them with this. You aim at their face to kill them. Oh, uh, okay. Well, here you have an. Okay. It doesn't go up. It kind of just bounces back and like spreads out. Right. Well, here's another game. So you were playing. This is uh Modern Warfare, right? It and this is. next one right here. Yeah. Oh! Oh! Just I love that. That intro <laughs> right through the head. Like just, it's so cool. Just like he scoped him out. Hey, bitch, saw you. Oh! Done. Oh! 
I love that, dude. That's my. I'm not cheating. I swear. I know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so you're a con the sniper yourself, huh? Uh, only in COD. I started out sniping in COD. I can't really snipe in D2. Really? I can if I practice. I gotta practice a lot. Good. Right. And I, like, towards the end of D2 or D1, I was pretty good at sniping. Right. I was pretty okay at sniping. I wasn't good. It's the AX50, isn't it? Uh, that is the AX50. Yeah. Dude, so I, that's what my claim to fame was no, in I'm Destiny sorry. 2. That's the, um, the AMR. The 50 cal. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude, in Destiny uh, 1 and Destiny 2, that's what my claim to fame was with sniping. I loved sniping. Hand cans and sniping was like, that's just what I used. Like, 100%. And, uh, dude, but when I started playing against, like, Clutch and all those guys, like, I was like, my sniping is garbage I'm compared to them. the opposite of him. <laughs> yeah. I was a Titan main with shoulder charge. Oh, mine. one of those. I was, I was mind benders and vigilance wing. I had 26,000 kills on vigilance wing. Yeah, this dude, yeah, this dude was a, a, an ape. He was the shotgun ape, the epitome Weapon of shotgun standing. ape. Perfect. Yeah. I just like to use my warlock, and that was it. It was warlock go crazy that was and the same thing on it was weird on d1 i only played halo uh hunter only played hunter and then for pvp uh but in d2 i just got i just love the warlock for some reason and titan like P season one like we all know we all know titan was just op like this is, is what it was you know what i mean yeah all right let me see the second one here so we have the second one so you're still playing the same game here but this one is like a sh this one's fun it's the shotgun God, run damn, speaking oh, yeah, of shotgun apes that's in Warzone. Yeah. Oh, part of that was. Yeah. The second part. Shoot house. Origin. Rip. Okay. Rip. Yeah. Origin's dude. broken in Warzone. It literally just. It was. Yeah. I, dude, I have some other ones too. Like dude, I love that. You just like shoot this one guy. You're trying to reload, and then you're like, "Fuck it, just gonna beat him down." Just beat the shit up. It's awesome. Dude, uh, I started using the AA12 a lot. I have did a lot play, of Did you play the zombies mode when it was out? Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan. I, I dropped a 30. It, but... I dropped a 38 kill game in that, but I wasn't streaming at the time. That's the worst. I hate that when you're used to content creation and then I you... was just playing with the boys. I streamed for like two hours, got off, played two more games. The first one after we ended the stream, I just blew up and I was like, yeah, Fuck. that's the worst, yeah. dude. You miss it. I there's so many times I'm like, man, I should just play while I have Streamlabs running and then do a recording or something. Like, dude, the reason you could get so many kills in the zombies mode is like, so you would have your teammates and then if anybody killed you, you would die and become a zombie and mm. to turn back into being a human, your teammate could buy you back or you could kill or find two syringes off the corpses of other humans. Oh, so then you would okay. just run up and it would put you right back in and you'd have your kit, but you'd have no ammo. So what we did was we ran there for a while. People figured out that the Cali sticks were broken. Like the, you could, there's like double nunchucks that you could just beat people with. What? And the zombies could kill you through armor in three hits, but the Cali sticks could kill the zombies in two. Uh, so you just ran if you heard zombies running up on you you would pull the cali sticks out and be like all right here we go where are they at and <laughs> that then fun. you'd be fighting other people and you'd just be frying that sounds fun all right that sounds fun but this i mean there's a lot of cool stuff like you said uh the new cold war game they have um what's that one where it's prop prop hunt. Hunt. my friend last night was telling me about that so that's you you're a tree or a barrel or something like that right yeah it's essentially gmod prop hunt but they copped it over to call of duty they did it in the remastered modern warfare too okay gotcha yeah that's yeah that's what it was but 
That's why a lot of people are playing it right now, is because it has prop hunt, right? It has yeah. zombies and zombies and prop hunt. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't I don't enjoy the Cold War multiplayer. I like the zombies though. Yeah. So hey man. Hey, well, hey, guess what? It's been two hours. I'm telling you, it's like a time warp. You get in here and it's like a time. Yeah, you just, it's crazy, man. I love doing podcasts. Well, what do you think about this one, man? What do you think about the podcast? It was fun, dude. First it's time you, you you swiped my V card. Yeah, man. I stole it. Done stole it, man. That's the, that's the how it goes. your Pokemon card. <laughs> I might steal that. I might have to start you getting the collectors. My pack. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, you love it. You love it. Nobody clip it. Like, Nobody clip that. Well, dude, all right. So before we go, I was going to ask this last question. So give me one reason to come back to Destiny 2. What is your main reason to keep playing right now? I'm here. <laughs> Good reason. Well, let, me, let me elaborate on that. Um, no matter how bad this, the game gets, I could never take more break for it. So if you ever actually genuinely like the game, there's always going to be a reason for you to come back. It's just a matter of when. Right. Right now, though, if you come back, you just have to know what you're in for. Right. You may like it. You may hate it. A lot of people don't like stasis. I don't mind it. Right. Now that it's, out, it's just one other thing that you have to anticipate as a possibility during gameplay. Yeah. If I was to come back, my unfinished business would be unbroken because I hit legend twice yeah. and I didn't get it. That would be my sole purpose of coming back. And what That'd I would mine. say to you is on top of that, comp is the easiest way to power up to the point where all you can level up with is pinnacle rewards. Yeah, because okay. they upped it to where you get like just nothing but ingrams out the ass. Yeah, and powerful gear. And on top of that, you double dip experience, so valor and yeah, yeah. valor and glory. Oh. And both of those, every time you level up, you get powerful rewards. That's nice. So you can go through and just play comp and fucking get Kick all the game. way up on all your stuff. So that's kind of nice too. That's one thing I would I would be worried if I was gonna jump back in because Dizzy was asking me if I'm coming back, and I was like, dude, I don't know, man, because. I don't want to. My I think my highest character level I haven't played. It's like it's under a thousand. Like I don't even. You know what oh, I mean? Like uh, so with that now everybody the base. The, you cut out. You again. cut out again. Uh, the the new baseline is ten fifty. So anything you've had or had, unless it was higher than ten fifty before the update, is ten fifty now. Okay. I played a little bit into seasons of arrivals and got to like. I didn't and, play. I skipped that whole season. Yeah, yeah I think I, I got up to like ten thirty. I think. And the last season I played was like season of the undying or something with the Vex. Yeah, that's what it was. I think I don't. I think that was the one. But yeah, I haven't played in forever. And the only reason I would come back is I do miss that PvP. I love the maps. I know the maps yeah. still by heart. I love the PvP. I miss the sniping. I miss those crispy plays. You know, like I'm playing. Actually, I went back. to I'm playing Halo Reach and Halo Four right now on um, Master Chief Collection. So. You know, but there's still like it's just filling. It's like that hole is still missing. You know, I love that. I love it, man. That PVP is just so crispy. Definitely scratches the itch, man. It does, hundred percent. It's also it's always good when it's a little bit annoying and a little bit frustrating because it's like ah, you know, it's like ah. But when it does, if it wasn't frustrating. Then the times where you do well be as enjoyable. No, absolutely not. Like PUBG's like that too, man. You know what I mean? You could spend an hour dropping down and looting and just. 
be like, all right, I'm ready, and then die. And die instantaneously, yeah. But that one time that you get a kill and you're just like, oh, oh, yeah, I got him. Like the hero moments. Yeah. You clutch up and shit like that. The stuff that you do, that even you sit back and you're like, did I just do that? Like, yeah. I I have a clip of that where I freaked the fuck out. I wasn't streaming, but I was playing Spellbrick with Leveled and Carrot. Yep, I remember and that. And I hit this guy flying mid-flight rune with a fireball. And <laughs> like, it's, it's literally range. Like, like, you have to, like, pre-aim, looking at how he's flying, and I somehow broke out the protractor and went, okay, he's going to be there when I get it, threw it, and then looked away, and it goes, Elim. And I'm like, oh, yeah, shit! Yeah, it was one of those things where it was like, there's no Bro, way it was going to yeah exactly there was like no way it was gonna hit but all of a sudden you just see like because the ball in that game all like if you want a really crazy everything game, was trajectory in that game everything's trajectory 100 percent. so there's no help whatsoever like it even recently using just got uh switched over to steam like ported over to that's steam right from yeah Epic. but yeah that's a crazy game but that was fun because i think games need hero moments especially if you're working all day you just want to feel good Lev was for a bit. dead and he was talking about something else in the background of the clip carrot died and he was spectating me so they were like bullshitting about like something in his strike force stream or i think they were talking about like stream captains or something yeah stream captains and you were just you were pissed you're like man fuck this game i'm getting bored of this shit and i'm like scrambling and in invis i'm like flying around i'm <laughs> in the middle of like four different teams fighting and just yeah, he just yeeted his fireball out of nowhere and shit on somebody. I died right after it, but I didn't even care. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, he was friggin' screaming. That's one of the reasons that I'm still in content creation. Yeah. Just that outfit. To, to, to be able to do something cool and to just put it out into the universe so everybody can see it. You know I mean? It's like when you hit a clip and you're like sending it. Yeah. Look at that fucking triple kill that I got. And yeah, I man. Got they see your clip and you're like, all right, that's cool. You know what I mean? And like Xbox made it a little better. So like they can go on and like, like your clips and stuff and stuff like that. But now like being able to just like put it out onto social media and have like like-minded or different minded people like comment on it or any kind of feedback. I thrive off feedback, dude. I love me too. Or whether I'm good, like even if it's not constructive, just like being able to, put something out into the universe that makes people react having a footprint anyway. exactly yeah yeah they react or not they react or not they could be like oh man this guy sucks and then sends like a, the video to his friend he said hey look look how much this guy sucks like, well, my very first stream lev always cracks me up about oh this. my god it's so, so my very first stream I streamed Apex after Lev trying to convince me to stream for so long. Okay. And I thought I just didn't have the internet for ba it. Quick backup before you start. He, I've been trying to talk to this guy for just getting to stream for like five months at this point. So he finally goes live and my very first stream I'm playing Apex with, I think like Filipino Ace or maybe uh, Bleach. I don't remember who I was. It might have even been solo. I'd have to look at the clip, but we're playing and they had made it. So the Kraber was a pod weapon. And it's oh, only, yeah, yeah. And so I'm, I'm in the mid match. We're on. It's Kings Canyon because they brought Kings back last season, and uh, this had to have been like late August of last year. It was right after I got back from the PDX job. But uh, I started streaming, went live, played a couple games, and then I had the game where I got the Kraber, and I was like, oh, cool, the content gun, nice. <laughs> and we're running off the top up above one of the uh, bunkers. Like there's the bunker area with like the river in the middle. And then there was that housing up on top. I'm running from that house towards what used to be storage and they changed it into something else. 
and this lifeline goes running by me and i'm like that's not my teammate i'm like oh hey bud and i 180 no scope the guy yeah well, dude and it, Kraber's it, so satisfying. i flipped the shit and it got put into a montage i clipped it for him and he got put he got put into a fucking youtube montage he got like fifty thousand views on his first awesome. stream i was like dude you said awesome, i was like you savage I got like, I got like 20 followers out of it it was, it was so crazy dude i was like good lord it's good exposure dude well, exactly well, yeah so, you know, I keep joking with my stream that one of these days they're gonna have to spend channel points and I'll do like a chest hair stream or something. Just get there was another one channel points to make me have to open up a pack or something. Ooh, that's a I good one. Had, I saw somebody who had an actually really good one that I'm probably gonna add to is a certain amount of channel points, not a lot, but it's there. Uh -huh. And you you donate them and then the the streamer has to get up out of their chair and stretch for like 30 seconds yeah that's have, what i have like, i got one have like 30 minute stretch timers or hey go take a stretch or I have, posture check they make me go work out too they make me do like push-ups and stuff like that because i like my I one's pretty stuff. bad we both have a hydrate channel point command mm -hmm. nice. and then this motherfucker because when i first started streaming i would chug water out of a gallon milk jug nice. and i would just drink water out of that well so the topic came up that I had to make that one of my emotes because I was always chugging water since mm -hmm. I do construction and it was summer. Yeah. Uh, so when I got my upgraded stream set up a little bit more, I got this bad boy. The, literally the jug. Literally a and jug. So now he made it so it's a one gallon jug. He jug made jug. it. He wanted a 50,000 channel point thing for chugging the entire thing. <laughs> I'm going to kill chug myself. The jug. I'm gonna kill myself when I chug this thing. Gotta chug. So I'm saving up points right now, so he has to chug the jug. Which just suck. Yeah, man. All right, well, I don't want to take up too much more of your Sunday, man. I appreciate you coming on today. Um, for everybody that is just listening, this is Shark. Um, tell them where they can find you, man. Uh, I am on Instagram, Twitch, Twitter. I even have a YouTube that I don't use, but I would plan on using shortly. So does Lev. Months. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's all OMG Sharkisha with a oh, Q. With a Q. Do not forget the Q on that one. Sharkwesha. 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 I'm just TTV Zion Yeet. And then uh, same on Instagram and Twitter. I don't use like Facebook. I keep personal and that's pretty much it. Cool. And then you guys already know you can follow me at twitch.tv forward slash level day or just go to leveldayf.com. I have all my links right in there to everything. So just go there. Give me a year. You'll find them on AOC as Boomer AF. Yeah, I might be Boomer AF before we know, but for right now, it's level day F. So you can just do twitch.tv forward slash level day F. Or if you are watching the podcast, you can always check us out on Spotify. We're on iTunes, Stitcher. We're on a bunch of places. So. Go there as well. Check it out. Make sure to follow us there. We can use the help. Um, dude, any last words? What you got for me, man? Uh, I love you guys. Hey! Would you uh, <laughs> question. Question. Do this again sometime. Hard question. Like. Would you want to do a duel like me versus you pack opening? Ooh, yes. do it. Yes. Do it. Do it. Make this happen. It's Make just it a happen. matter of finding... Tournament. Yeah, it's just a matter of like finding what set we can find for cheap enough to open backs on yeah uh, uh i just bought um a booster box of crimson invasion for 99 dollars before tax and shipping mm. 36. there you go okay so extreme I, I, so my christmas my christmas bonus didn't go into pokemon my christmas bonus went into a new pc it's a, so what. i'm 
I'm a little stretched at the moment, but eventually I'll hit you up. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the first couple of times I could just toss you cards. <laughs> nah, well, trust me, he'll wail out. He just don't have the money right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That definitely sounds good to me, man. I'm yeah, man. 100%. Yeah. Well, awesome, dude. Well, I appreciate you guys coming out. Thanks to everybody who's in the stream. Thanks so much for being here. If you're watching us, make sure to check us out on, on Spotify, and we'll see you guys soon. Yeet. Have a good one. Peace.